Recorded live. Okay, tonight, um, well, I'll, maybe I'll say it now, maybe I'll later, but tonight is, um, I have a guest coming on to talk to us about the frequencies that are just floating all around us, and hopefully we can do something about this. It relates to, I, I didn't realize the importance of smart meters and cell phones. It's, it really is important, and um, there's a lot of testimony in front of a lot of government agencies that um, is out there, and it's getting more well-known, and I don't know how long they can. They think they can continue to control this, but it's not going to be forever, you know. People are getting, people are becoming more aware, and that's good. So, who else do we have here? Who's in Texas? Um, this is Renee. Hi, Renee. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'll live. <laughs> <laughs> Bad week. I think, <laughs> from what I know at this point. Um, anyway, we're, we're going to have someone on talking to us tonight about about what we can do about maybe maybe getting rid of some of the frequencies that are we're just literally swimming in at this point and we need to kind of um hopefully stop it and uh one of the ways we can help do that is to really object to smart meters they they produce a lot of frequencies in our homes and we don't we should not do that we should not allow it and we and most electric companies are at this point um uh they're beginning to fold you know, at first they were very, you know, they were saying that they that um, they would not allow us to take them off, but that's kind of changing. In fact, there's a a, a um, YouTube video that's called "Take Back Your Power," and he gives a lot of good information. And he also tells you how, what he gives you a template to write to the um, your power company and tell them you want the you want the meter off your house. At least we can we can eliminate some of the very very um, you know the frequencies that are right in front of us all the time. You know, yes, there's satellites and all of that, and I agree, and I and it's very bad. But we also can do something that's right here, right now, right in front of us. You know, and I think that's a good idea. So he's going to come on and talk to us about that. Um, okay. Southern California and Florida, when you if you want to be unmuted, please just star eight. Hi, Northeast Ohio. Okay. Oh. That was a weird noise. Okay. All right, who's whispering? Okay, I'm gonna have to quit. Okay. Well could somebody mute themselves mute either poor star six or turn down their um, sound on their computer. Thank you. That helps because the noise, the feedback doesn't work very well. How many people do we have on here? So far, I'm, uh, then we I'm from in. I'm yeah. from Nebraska. Are you high? Mm-hmm. Hi. Okay. I will. Okay. I just want to warn you when when Joe. Um, when Joe comes in to talk, I will mute the room because I just want him to be able to talk without any interruptions, and then we'll open it up for questions later. Um, but he's got—he's a very knowledgeable, very well-informed man. He knows what he's talking about, and um, I look forward to him educating us. He sent me a pile of information. I haven't gotten all the way through it. There's a lot to it, but um, he's done 
great deal of investigation, and he really is, at this point, trying to do all he can to help us. Hey, East Virginia, how you doing? Okay. Did you hear me say I'm going to mute the room when Joe talks? Joe Esposito was going to come on here and talk. Um, okay. You do that. <laughs> there are no forests said in the chat room. I want to do iron smelting on the street corner. Okay. There's a, um, that's an interesting um, thing to aspire to. Enjoy that. I'm not sure what iron uh, smelting is, but whatever. Hi, Just Because. And hi there. Hi, there are no forests. Okay, and nice to have you guys. Thank you. So, howdy, howdy. Well, howdy, howdy to you too, darling. Good to see you. Okay. So, does anybody want to share what's going on? For them this week, <laughs> you can go ahead. My targeting has been interesting. I'm being followed a lot into markets or wherever I go. I seem to have someone that um, wanders around after me, just kind of looking like they're trying to not be obvious. What they keep right behind me. It's very weird. I understand. <laughs> yeah, you too. It um, it was it used to be so bad, and that it, I I I didn't know how to under you know I had no frame of reference for dealing with it, and I tried actually tried to leave the country yeah. country and um, see I sought asylum in the Netherlands. I mean I wanted to leave the country because it was that bad. Yeah, and I thought that that would. Um, you know, the yes. solution. Right. But they talked me out of it. <laughs> Who did, huh? Um, the um, the agents at the uh, immigration office. Oh. Yeah, but it was a very dramatic experience trying to leave the country, mm-hmm. and the reasons you know why I had to leave, you know leave. They would not leave me alone. You know, they were always moving things around my house, following me around like crazy. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. You know, and what is the reason for it? Yeah, I think they, um, well, I think they, well, they're trying to put pressure on doing that. Did you say moving things around in your house? Yeah, Did ghost, yeah. That gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pure intimidation. And I knew, I Go knew ahead. that I knew they were doing it. And I knew it wasn't a ghost or anything. Yeah. But um, still, I couldn't put up with it. Yeah. You know. You've been on this for, you know. What? I was trying to think what I could say that would be encouraging and helpful. And all I can say is that we love you and we care about you and we give you encouragement and we hope for the best. And each day is like one day at a time, Linda. And keep coming back. We will.
do everything yeah. we can to make it more, you know, it, I think when we get together and we talk about this, it leaves, at least it removes some of the power that, that they get by making us, trying to make us crazy because it's hard, very hard. <laughs> They're the crazy ones, yeah. Just think they're crazy. They're crazy. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're okay. You're fine. You're going to make it, and you're terrific. May I, I ask don't. a question, and then I'll go, What is the, who is the speaker that you got on? Joe Esposito. He's going to be on in about an hour. What's he going to talk about? He's going to talk about the electromagnetic fields that we are swimming in from smart meters, cell phone towers, things that we can do something about right now. We can protest. We can get the smart meters off our houses. Um, and, and, in fact, I was going to put a link in here. Maybe I'll do it later. But there's a, a YouTube it's called Take Back Your Power, and this gentleman has done a lot of research and is looking to um, look okay, into it. Or, a, book, a book or an article or CD or what? Take Back Your Power. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube video. Oh, okay. Yeah. He is... Um, is is that Navy mom? Is that the Navy mom that I know? I don't know. Are you? Have you heard from Karen lately? She all right? Yeah, yeah. No, Karen's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Who's, where's Navy? Well, I said hello. Will she come back on? Yeah. Oh, she'll be Maybe. back. Oh, she's been on. She was. She was on Elton last night talking. Um, oh yeah, but she should give one night. Maybe she could do one night. Talk to you yeah. or something. It'd be nice to have her back for doing one. Yeah. Excuse me, I gotta right maybe you can get her to do it Saturday night. That would be great. She's terrific. But she really knows a lot. Yes, yeah, she does. Um that's up to her. I you know I don't know. She's she got real sick and tired. I mean she's just really gotten her mom died and it just kinda became overwhelming to her, you know. But she'll yeah. be back. She's she's just kind of taking a breather and trying to get her life organized after her mom, you know. She's got the house. She don't stay in the house now. She still has her brother, doesn't she? I don't know what's going on with her brother. Yeah, okay. No, but I mean, I think he's still living. Somebody said he died, but I don't think he did. Her brother somebody died? Somebody said that, but that was wrong. It was somebody else, I think, it was wrong. But yeah, I, think I don't he... remember that. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's still there, I think. But anyway, at least she's got him, and she has a daughter. Yeah, yeah, she'll be fine. And she's got a lot of friends around there. She'll be fine. Let me so just. We're going to get to talk about pharmaceuticals one night. She is a she's a walking encyclopedia. Right, about she does know a lot. Just minute, I want to ask something. Um, is everything okay with guest eleven? I'm seeing a lot of cons. cons- oh, you have a link to her video. Are you asking me, Guest 11, if I have a link to the video for the Take Back the Power? Too many rumors and gossip. Well, if, if, you want the, uh, if you want the video, I'll be glad to get it to you. But um, it's not a rumor. It's reality. Hold on. I will. Everything we present here, we have backup on. We don't just carelessly throw out stuff and hope it flies. Just a minute. Okay, I'm going to see where I put that. Eh, I had a, a nice little list today, and I don't know where it went. Hold on. I'm so cynical about the whole thing that as far as what can be done, yeah. for one thing, I live in an apartment. I don't have the choice of taking down a smart meter. Oh. You know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And 
they do this. Yeah. And so, you know, swimming in the, you know, the elements that I, I you know, you don't, I guess I don't even recognize that I that it is affecting me. I mean, I know that it is, but it's so ever-present. Yes. Do you work every day? I'm, you... I'm on disability. Yeah. I try to get out every day. I'm bugging my friend in the back to go to the beach so that we can walk. Every morning at 7.30, I said, let's go over there and walk a half an hour, get some oxygen, and get some exercise. If you get on a regiment of doing something like that, Oh, I need to walk every day. I'm sorry. Yes. Good. Good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, come on. Okay. I'm. I'm. I knew they'd do this. Linda. Yeah. Hi, Linda. How are you today? Who is this? Amy. Amy, how are you today? I'm all right. I'm. I'm. I'm hanging in here, learning. Learning more. Uh, and. Uh, Creative coping skills uh, every day. <laughs> creative coping <laughs> skills. Isn't yeah. that the truth? My God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so that video that you just mentioned, that's a yeah. big smart meter, eh? Oh, yes, and it's brilliant. And he's a very nice guy, not to mention a really good-looking guy that's doing a film about it. And it's really interesting. He's very knowledgeable and he's very pleasant to listen to, and he's and he tells us the dangers of it. And one of the things that concerns him, and I think it's very true, is if if, if you know they the way they control the power that goes, they can cut the power off to our homes through the smart meters, um, where it used to be that they'd have to send some guy out to cut the power off. He didn't pay your bill or whatever. They can now do it from their you know facility, and if. And it kind of comes through a mesh, a, a Wi-Fi mesh of sorts or grid of sorts. And not only does that mean we're we're swimming in Wi-Fi if you're living in an area that has all smart meters, but it also means that that can be controlled. Say if 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 those computers that are connected to all that are hacked, that can mm-hmm. shut us down. That can shut oh, us down. Yeah. And if yeah, well, every yeah, if it, well, if everybody has a smart meter in their home. And all mm-hmm. you know, they get shut down. That's huge control of us. Yeah, we don't want yeah, to give yeah. anybody that kind of control. Yeah. Right? No? yeah, I don't have a smart meter in my RV, and and or there was no smart uh, meters on this property where where I'm living at. But mm-hmm. but nevertheless, um, my my boombox gets sh- shut down, in, you know, every day a number of times, and uh, and and other things too. You know, like like um, you know my. My um my ancillary um um electrical sockets get get shut well like 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 the surge surge switch where you could put a lot of plugs in there it gets uh-huh. shut down every now and again too so so I'm sure I'm sure it happens to a lot of us so you don't necessarily need smart meters to um to do that the 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 perps don't need smart meters to, to do that um and uh, so uh yeah. But, um, but the smart meters uh, make things uh, more probable to do, and it, it's more possible for, for, for more devastating things to take place. And uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, it, it could it could be it could be majorly major, majorly devastating. Well, to the whole um, country, if the whole country, yeah, yeah, okay, hold it. I'm yeah. going to put this take back your power in the chat room. Hold on, um, it's it's a very good, very good video. 
But no, that the scary thing is we can be cut down, shut down. I mean, if every play, if every building in the country had a smart meter and they flipped a switch, they could tr- mm-hmm. they could shut down our country. Our country could yeah. get shut down. And uh, talk yeah. about control. You know that yeah. control. You know. I know the whole foods was. I know the whole foods uh, nearby was uh, was shut down one day uh, a number of weeks ago. They just lost all the electricity. Wow. And it was the only store in in that area that lost electricity. I thought that was rather fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, either that or they wanted to close earlier. It was the holiday, actually. I think it was. No. <laughs> it was yeah, it was July 4th day. And, I, yeah, like maybe they, want, they weren't busy and they wanted to close it earlier. There was a guy standing in the parking lot. He was sending everybody away. Oh, we closed down our electricity shut off. Yeah. So who knows? It's one or the other, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and sometimes we just we decide that it's all. Oh my God, it's all. You know, um, <laughs> they're at us, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's just we do get a little paranoid, but we're entitled, in my in my opinion, you know. It was Russia who cut off the cybers. That dude did it. What? It was Russia who cut off the cybers. That's who did it. What cybers? We're going to have cyber shutdown of all the computers and the government. Haven't you heard about Russia doing all that or China? Well, they didn't do it to us. No, I'm kidding. You are being facetious. Say that's oh. what happened to her. That's what happened in her. Oh, okay. What did she do She said somebody cuts her off, and I'm laughing, saying, Russia did it. Well. Probably not, not now. No, if anybody's going to do it to it, I think it's probably closer to home. But I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? You know. Anybody can do it. You know how crazy they are. All we got to do is catch them. We got to set up that camera. And Mike, get Mike, if Mike comes on, get him to say, but that camera we can hook up to our telephones, and when you go out of your house, you can watch your own house, and it's terrific. He says you can buy them at Home Depot and put them in your house and hook them up to your telephone. Yep. Wherever you go, you can see in your house. Mikey, if you want to come up on and talk about that, that would be great. Hello? Mike? Maybe he's... Now, Mike, I unmuted you, and I think you muted yourself back. But do you want me to unmute you again? Star 8? <laughs> come on, Mikey. That's the greatest thing I've heard. I saw that on the news the other morning. No, Matt Laird had a program on it. And this woman was at work, and she saw this man go in her house and walk all through the house and look for everything he wanted to steal. And she sat in her office and watched him on her telephone. Yeah, there's another. There's also a, a company they called Simply Safe or Simple Safe, and you can hook them up to your. They install something. There we go, Mike. Good, <laughs> Mike, honey. All I, right. I, you were unmuted, and then you muted it up. Did I? I don't know you? what happens. I'm putting the phone down. I had to go and wash my hands and. And I, I was just wandering. They do the same thing to me, but they do it in reverse. You know the times you hear me talking in the background, you know, and I think I'm muted. I mute. You're unmuted. How yeah. how I get unmuted, I don't understand. Well, I but have a mute uh, mute button my, on my on my handset, so. Yeah, so I'm, do I. I do that. Yeah. Mike, yeah. okay. yes, Mike, that telephone camera that you can hook up in your house. You said we could buy them at Home Depot, and everybody wants to know about it real quick. Ring. It's called R I N G. Right. Ring. Right. Like a bell. 
and they have a they have a um a website too. Yes, department. they do, and, and they show you, you know, which ways you can do it or if you want to order it and whatever. It's very handy. Right. I'm sure there's other ones that have, you know, that have other names. Yeah. Do we, have, do we have to go to Home Depot and buy it, or is it online? No, no. You can actually, if you have a credit or debit card, if you're yeah. if you're comfortable with that, you can either buy it online at where, Linda? At Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> or any, or any you of If you're not comfortable with it, you can Home Depot go to Home Depot. What are the other places in the country? Like, what's that thing called Coles? Is that like a Home Depot or no? No, Coles is a is an all around store. It kind of replaced me. Uh, there used to be another one that was a big one. Uh, I can't think of it. Lowe's. You think that Lowe's? You can go to Best Buy, probably. You can oh, I'm to... sure. Any electronic store, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure. Right. And Tell us about where we can get it. If we can get it online, we can just order it off there. So I didn't know it was on there. Oh, what? sure. That, yeah. uh, everything that's anything who's anything for anyone is online. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Just go, just put that in your search bar. Put ring.com yeah. or ring.org. And, and, and what does put... the thing do? Okay, then tell us how much is it and how do we hook it up to our telephone? Well, it'll tell it'll tell you that there. I personally don't know. Uh, I heard right. someone say it was about 150 bucks, but I don't believe yeah. that. No, is I it think really? Right. Yeah, it is. Is that much? Linda, it's wait not. a minute, please. What? Hey, I am running get, this call. What do, what do we buy? Do we buy a... a oh, what my God. We, you buy a kit. It comes in a kit. <laughs> and it has everything in there, whether you want to wire it in or... Or do it without wiring. It's easier to do it without wiring, but then again, it might be less secure. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, we're trying to tell you, East Virginia, where to get it. He was saying that. Well, he and, can because you talk all the time. Oh my God! Don't do this to me. You, I you am start that one. No, you won't. Stop. All right, all right. It's been fun. Jeez. But, Try yeah. it because it's it, it's worth it. The, the however I don't know how much it is. Try it because yeah. it won't be the first time you spend money trying to buy stuff to keep yourself a little bit more secure. Right. Won't be the last time. Right. And it does what it says it will do. If nothing else, it, it does what it says it will do. Yeah. And and you you know it's look if I can operate it anybody can operate it. <laughs> no, <laughs> if it, no if I cannot. I'm so techno challenged, you know. I, that's why I was so proud that if I. If I get if yeah. I get to my uh, online, if I get online tonight over there with everybody there, I'll put on a link, or maybe someone could put up a link for it. It's cool. Real, it's real easy. It comes in a little kit, a little box, you know, and yeah. uh, away you go. Yeah, there are all kinds of things. Well, you've got the other one, the one that um, you know, the iSpike. Um, I, I love it. I personally yeah. really like it. it. It might not help me completely. It's staring at me now. I don't want to be on there, but it's staring at me. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it, if you get a decent webcam that's portable and 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 connected to your PC by a USB cord, you can move your camera around. You can yeah. have a microphone on. Get a camera with a microphone and a, a speaker so you can talk, either talk or listen. Yeah. And it has controls on on the on the soft on the program. It has controls to move your camera up or down, zoom in or zoom out, uh, turn on the volume, turn off the volume, off from your phone or from at home. And it and it's it's worth the money. The, the program itself is free. You can wow. donate yeah. the money if you want to. I think they do ask you if you want to donate to the next upgrade or something like that. Yeah. It's not much money. 
It has facial recognition. It has you, if you use it for, if you use it only on your phone, it has license plate recognition. Whoa! Um, it's really uh, something to see. Hello, everybody. Hello, is this Joe? Yeah, how are you? Man? Hi, Joe. I got your phone number. I'm calling you tomorrow. Great. Love to I'm, hear from you. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's an guy. I know you. I know you sent me an email, but I've got like right now like 3,400 emails that I'm trying to sort through because they keep moving you know them what, around. You know what kept happening? What? It. I knew I had the right email. Yeah. And your whoever serves your whoever your server is yeah. kept rejecting. Only ah. certain ones kept rejecting my emails. Ah. Well, you know, they do that. I remember that happening, too. With me, Mike? Yes, yes. Really? Oh, yes, man. And you know you've got the right one. I mean, it's pretty simple. You know, it's, it's just my it's name. Something is, is is getting lost in the, in the you know, in, in the shuffle there, you know. Wow. Well, they take certain people's phone numbers off my phone, too, and off my computer. Um, it's weird, you know, but then I wonder about that person. Um it's just weird out there. Very. Anyway, Joe, I will be calling you. I'd like to know what you're talking about. I'm uh, glad your friend is better. What? I'm just saying to him on the side, I'm glad his friend is better. Oh. Uh, that he had a sick friend for a while. Good. Okay. Who is? We've got somebody in charge who's saying the Human Stocking Network. I don't know what that is. What is that? Other than well, means they, they're either humans that stalk other humans or, or, or non-humans that stalk humans. <laughs> you mean like those lizards out there? <laughs> I don't know. Sophie is stalking me for a piece of a corn tortilla tonight, so she's not going to get it. <laughs> get it. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, my dogs have stopped eating, and that concerns me. You know. But you know, there's a lot of. Um, I call V2K, neighbor 2K, nonsense going on. I've noticed that a lot. In the, it's more a lot of people report more in the summer. I do too. Oddly enough, not just by group think or group whatever. Yeah. I do too. You know. Would you say that again? I'm sorry. I was watching what somebody was saying. And That's all right. I'm used to being ignored. I don't. <laughs> My whole family does it. I listen um, to you intently. You know that. You know, I think people have a lot for some reason this summer. Uh-huh. I hear almost across the board people reporting not less targeting in the summer, but more. And I don't know if they, what if there's a commonality there, or if it's just a, uh, the, the, hopefully not the upward yeah. trend of, of this happening uh-huh. to everyone, uh, like global warming yeah. or climate change or whatever. But if it is, we have to try and take some other steps or measures to learn from each other that can push this back also because yeah. you know, with people being sicker and sicker and the number of others who have left left us by their own doing is yeah. is shameful. It yeah. Okay. Um I it, the thing about doing it in the winter is, you know, they don't like leaving um they don't like um you know, leaving well they do though. Leave footprints in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> They do. It's like I know really, they love that. You know, that. Oh, oh, that. Oh, I didn't realize they were doing that on purpose. 
I just want to tell everybody that Joe Esposito will be here in about about 30 minutes to talk to us about frequencies and um, cell phones and uh, cell towers and smart meters and all that good stuff. Mike, do you have a smart meter on your house? I I don't know, and would I be smart enough to recognize that I don't know? <laughs> yeah, you but would. Are, are, can I ask you, are those the little electronic things that are on like a wood post? Maybe. They're in the yard, and they're on like a little wood post, um, and it, it's just it's a small thing. It's not a regular meter like when you say electric meter, like I'm used to with the numerals right. or the right. or that the even older one with that spinning disc and, and whatever. When I was yeah. a kid, I used to think that was like a fish swimming by. I didn't know what the hell that was. <laughs> And um, uh, but I don't know if that's it. if that's true. They had them much more in the small town that I was in yeah. than here. My smart meter is on my house. It's the same size as the meters used to be, but it only has digital reading. That that little it doesn't have a dial. It just has digital. Oh, you know, I, just, and you know what? Wait a minute. I don't know that. Be, I, I'm I'm wrong again because in in apartment complexes, I noticed they have like a door. Between in between the, the the like sets of apartments, and if you I remember if they open that door, there's all meters in there. Yeah. Where the elect you know the power company oh. comes and reads them or does whatever. Yeah. Yeah, That's not right. anymore. Not anymore. They read the smart meters from. They don't have to send them out anymore. They just read them from the truck or whatever. Or no, they the read them from from the building from the company. They read them yeah. like PG and E out here, Pacific Gas and Electric. They just read them from there. They connect through the, through the computer and Wi-Fi. We have uh, National Grid, and National Grid is on, is not only in North America, but it's it's in Britain also. So they're a big company, and they um, must, I'm sure, have that. Then. Yeah. I think it's pretty much everywhere, if we allow it. Yeah. Although I was, I was saying, I don't know if you heard me say about Take Back Your Power. I listed the, um, I put the link in the chat. Um, he, he, he's he got a great video that talks about how you can get them to take your meter off and that, it, that he, he talks about how dangerous it is for a lot of reasons. None of this, not the smallest one is that our, if, if every single building was on a smart meter, all they got to do is hack into those computers at the power companies and shut us down. And, or whoever wants to shut us down could do that across the country. And that's dangerous. We've come just because of who we are and 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 the way things have progressed. We've become to, um, very very uh, dependent on a very fragile web of uh, electronic stuff that yes. uh, you know uh, can go out and you know if someone really decides to sneeze hard uh, at us in some ways. And uh, before you know it, you're back in the um, the early 1800s. I hope not. <laughs> Candles. In five seconds, you know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we no way to communicate except for no. landlines. No. I think that's why we, we all. Would, we, and if those went out, if there was a, like, for example, not to be, uh, you know, to be uh, disastrous or whatever, to be um, chicken little, but if people decided to um, use like small EMP devices or try to blow out the power system yeah. through other means, um, mm-hmm. even those and those lines collapsed, the um, landlines, well, then you'd have to depend on other things like even people delivering mail by, if, if all the, yeah. the ignitions blew out, by like Pony Express or, yeah. or diesel or train or something, or, or diesel, right, or di- diesel engines or who knows what. Yeah. But and that's, how, that's, you know, the pro- 
but the problem too, yeah. if you have no power, how is the gas station going to get you the, you know, the energy right. would shut there's it a down. Whole, there's a whole string of things that yeah. you, we make assumptions about. Yes. And we've and we come we've become real good at getting getting used to look at all the people that come on just to the plain old talk show call and sit on a cordless phone or the you know it helps them but without it I remember when we didn't have these calls we didn't really know each other except maybe by mail or right or whatever right and who's going to run around talking about this stuff you know right um, North North Central Texas can you either can you mute your phone or something? I unmuted you, and we're hearing noise. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Nope. That wasn't you, I don't think. Somebody else is talking in the background. Are you there, North Central Texas? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, my name is Mark, and I've been experiencing the smart meter now on our house. Uh, we had our smart meter removed uh-huh. and replaced with a so-called old school analog meter uh-huh. don't kid yourself really those meters the uh, they are supposed to come and read the replacements uh-huh. once a month for your bill and uh the smart meters are read like you said remotely uh, the meters communicate signals and relay to each other to a nearby cell tower and then to a satellite and then the base where you are billed from. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same thing occurs with the replacement of the old analog so-called replacement meter of the smart meter. And... Uh, there, there's no difference that I can tell. And uh, if you, if the entire neighborhood were to get their smart meters removed, that might have an effect. I'd like to see it first. Well, well, we can at least get a start. You yeah. Know? Uh, you know, one step at a time, one person, one house at a time, and then mm-hmm. more people, more people are informed, which is happening. Um, uh, uh, no, they are. No, they are. I read testimony from a from a hearing in New Mexico earlier today, and they are. The information is being presented, not only about the uh, frequencies, but also, uh, <clears throat> oh, insurance. Lloyd's of London is no longer underwriting um, any damage that is caused by um, by smart meter fires or by electromagnetic field damage to our bodies. They will no longer longer underwrite any insurance policy concerning what we're very concerned about, which is huge. You know, Mike, don't don't you think that's huge? It is. I mean, wow. That's, um, I I mean, how can they say, oh, it's not hurting you? One of the, actually the largest underwriting Company in the entire world is 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 has now has an exclusion in their policies stating that they will cover nothing associated with electromagnetic fields or smart meters. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's huge. Huge information for us. You know, and our local local entities are saying, "Oh, it's not it's not going to hurt you, really, really." Uh huh. You know, I mean, that's really. I think that's such good evidence. 
you know, I'd like to see where their evidence, what they based it on, and I, I assume we could get that. I don't know. But um, I just think that's a huge comment. Yeah. Uh, I'm new on this call. This uh-huh. is the first time I've, yeah, first time I've ever called in. Uh-huh. And I was I was just wanting to ask, uh, are the people that are talking tonight and all the other nights for you, you are Linda, correct? I'm Linda. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the you Everybody. you associated yourself with Derek Robinson no. with FFCHS. No, no, I didn't. Well, nope. well, I mean, did you know him? Uh, through the calls that they provided. Well, yeah, I would, as you were on a call, I would uh-huh. go on a call and listen. But I did not, back then, I never participated as a moderator. And I only, I started my call totally separately from FFCHS. I was uh-huh. never connected to them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you do know everybody on these calls that are that you are sponsoring are familiar with the uh, uh, EMF and electromagnetic weapons and beams. Uh, do you know Helena? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. She and I have been talking in recent days, and uh, she says that it's very unlikely that if you are being tortured by way of uh, magnetic fields that are uh, delivering pain uh-huh. as as which is happening to me and my feet uh-huh. and uh, they assault me every night and my feet take a pretty big toll I wake up in the morning uh-huh. <laughs> throughout the night have you ever heard of uh, Dwight Mangum oh yeah oh Dwight very informed yes yeah. and uh he well, had a little story that right he, uh uh-huh. he had a little story that he used to kick around about a young man that uh he offered he was getting rained on he was on his bicycle and he helped him get from point a to point b and the kid said that he knew something about we they got to talking while while he was helping him get home or wherever it was he was going. And uh, he mentioned that this kid knew quite a bit about uh, the targeting and the gang stalking and stuff and uh, that his father had electronic equipment, that he was that he was a, a stalker, a perpetrator, and, and uh, yeah, torturing people, essentially. And uh, he said this, he said uh, that the kid mentioned one of the devices that he had was a water gun. Have you ever heard of that? He had water? I don't know what you mean. A water gun, like water that you drink. Water gun? A water gun. No. And, and uh, it, it's, it's in reference to... Uh, a device that oh, makes you get rid of water. Oh, you're you, so you're... beautiful. Hello. You got to see Grandma. And there's there's a lot of background noise. Yeah, there is. There sure is. Don't let's pizza. Okay. Ah, there's stalkers. They're perps. 
Linda, yeah. I think the dehydration may huh. come from the fact that they're spinning calcium ions, and calcium ions on the surface of our cells, cell walls, is what um, goes in and out of the cells every time the cells depolarize. So this forced depolarization causes the calcium to be in and out of the cells repeatedly, and it kind of gets washed away in the midst of all the electromagnetic stuff in the body that shouldn't be there. The cells kind of lose track of the calcium and they wash away. And I think it takes water with it. It throws our electrolyte balance off and robs us of other uh, essential nutrients. But anyway, the end result, I think, is dehydration. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Karen knows a lot. Is there a way, I have a question about that, is there a way to get the calcium to adjust where they can't, uh, where you can't be dehydrated? I just suggest drinking lots and lots of water. Yeah. You can eat eat more salt in your diet as well. That will help you, your body, hang on to the water. Yeah, so if you have high blood pressure, it doesn't help it. Right, right, right. Yeah, no. Uh, the, The thing is, is that I just learned to pretty much deal with it and suffer with you know, the pain in my feet. Di- if they're making you diuresis and you have high blood pressure, that's a good thing. That's gonna uh, that's gonna overall lower your blood pressure. The less fluid you have in your blood vessels, the lower the pressure. Just like a pipe, right? So the right. point is, yeah, it's kind of a good thing if you're dealing with high blood pressure. So just drink more um, fluids. Good. Yeah, pure yeah, water, probably not the stuff from the tap, for God's sake. Yeah. Okay, so so okay, so if you eat the salt, does that keep your electrolytes in balance too? Yeah, it helps. The chloride is one of the more important electrolytes, and it comes with sodium chloride. So you help replenish the chloride with the salt, but it also helps the, the saltier your blood is, the more water it's going to retain to maintain homeostasis. Remember, I talked about homeostasis. That's the critical balance of everything in the body that it constantly struggles, amazingly, magically so, to maintain. It has feedback uh, loops that feedback, if this is low, this will go up. If this is low, this will go up. So it's always protecting itself in every which way you can think of. Thank you. Speaking speaking of ions, uh, there's a product, and I'm not, I'm not selling anything. I'm helping a friend. Uh, just making reference to something that would help, uh, and it does help me to sleep, and it's called Ion Defender, mm-hmm. and uh, that's you can look it up on online, Google it, and YouTube it, and the phone number will be there that where you could order some in the Hill Mail this product to you, and I think he's out of Nevada, and uh, he has had this uh, company and this product for about 12 to 14 years, something like that, Mm -hmm. and uh, he didn't know the actual impact of the product until he was in his third or fourth year of developing it, and the trial and error, trial and error, he kept learning more and more about ion, ions having a defensive mechanism in them to ward off electromagnetic pulse and uh, magnetism. And 
it works quite well, and I, I highly recommend it for occasional use of nights that are being so bad that you cannot sleep. Is it, it does it produce negative ions? I'm not sure which which uh, negative or positive it, it is, but you, it if, works. If it, if it's good for you, it would be negative ions. Positive ions are not good for you. Negative are they heal, help us heal. They also make us feel better. Negative ions are created by the water's motion at the beach, by a water. I mean, they, for why it's created due to moving water. I don't know, but it, it, you also can get negative ion uh, generators that uh, and you know hopefully put them in your room or wherever you spend most of your time, and that will uh-huh. help you. That will help you get better. You know. Well, the um, positive ions are the things that are bouncing around all over the inside of your body with this cyclotron resonance or whatever heating they're doing. It causes those ions to bounce all around and get lost a lot of times or cause a lot of damage to surrounding tissues. So the negative ions kind of latch onto those positive ones and take them away harmlessly. And yes, near any standing body of water or any kind of water at all, it has there's negative ions in there that help send this off. That's why a shower is a good idea frequently or a bath. You uh-huh. you wait you wash off the pot, you wash off the night the ions just you soaking said? in water just soaking a lot of people soak in Epsom salts the right. salt water may actually be better it's just the ion content of the water I think it helps with the soothing oh. environment I think and oh. it, it's good for us but the problem in California is our drinking aquifers are filled with 255 identified neurotoxins carcinogens and endocrine disruptors. Uh, dumped in there for the last eight years by Governor Brown, who allowed the fracking industry to dump their waste products in there. All have been identified by scientists who are now mostly dead, but they did identify them as uh, dangerous chemicals that don't really go away, and they've been putting them... So I would not recommend taking long-languishing baths if you live in California, because your pores will open and all of those nasty chemicals will be soaked in, along with the eight parts per million fluoride that they're now putting in our area anyway, for our health, they said. Isn't that nice? So I wouldn't suggest long, languishing showers or tubs, uh, but a shower is a good idea. Okay. I have a question uh, about the defense against microwave attacks and and the like. Uh, does colloidal colloidal silver help at all? I know nothing when about it, that. As, as yeah, Karen, Karen, do you? Hello? I'm muted. I'm sorry. I muted myself. Uh, I don't think it really... I didn't notice I've taken it for a while. So I've tried everything. I didn't really notice much of a difference with that. Um, I just stuck with the Dr. John Hall's protocol, alpha lipoic acid, vitamin D, and glutathione. Yeah. Those are really, it's really good advice, what he said. That's a, a good thing if you can do those three things at least. And then all the other supplements are on your own. My suggestion is other than those three things that he suggested for every TI, which is really important, I would really emphasize to you that the answer is in the food. That's why they have attenuated our food so radically. And now they're selling Monsanto food that hasn't been sprayed as organic, which is a total lie. And we should speak yeah. our local yeah, our local industry about that. And now Whole Foods is on board with that too, which used to be an organic store. That was on the internet recently too. That they've joined the uh, the um, the uh, 
cartel, the food cartel, with their uh, peddling uh, Monsanto food with no seeds. So that's a bad thing to eat, by the way. <clears throat> it has no flavor and no seeds, and it's bad for you uh-huh. or any living creature to eat that. But anyway, the answer is in the food. Most of the nutrients you can get from any organic food or anybody's tree in the backyard, it doesn't matter. Or if you can grow in your backyard, it doesn't matter. Wash the chemtrail crap off and eat it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Of course, getting the chemtrail stuff out of the ground, off you know, where it goes in and then gets into the tree and then gets into the fruit that way. Um, it's pretty hard. It's in the air, it's in the water, and it's on the land. And it's going to get in your food no matter what, the aluminum dust. It's everywhere. But um, you can chelate that out, the heavy metals. You can chelate them out with the alpha lipoic and some other nutrient stuff you can get from your local homeopath yeah. <clears throat> or store. We all need to take selenium. That really takes the heavy metals and the and the oxidants out of our body. As long, it, it, there are a lot of very good supplements that can do that. Antioxidants. Um, but you know, I think aren't nuts high in selenium? Uh, a certain, I think it's um, yes, almonds yeah. or almonds or something. I don't uh, know. Well, might be, not, he, again, my my answer is always in the food. Look yeah. for the food that's high in that because that source of selenium will in that food will be the most bioavailable selenium you can eat or or ingest. The stuff from a pill may or may not be bioavailable. You may only absorb 50 to 85%. That's what they estimate most people absorb from a pill they take. So the food gives you the stuff the way your body's been historically inclined to accept it. Right. Right. Well, that's how we're supposed to get our get it. It's not easy though. Brazil nuts. There we go. You're right, Lifestone. Thank you. It's it's Brazil nuts that are very high in selenium. You know, I always used to really like Brazil nuts. It's interesting. Um, you know what else is really good that I found at my health food store the other day? I hadn't found it in a while. Really pricey, but the goji berries. G-O-J-I, I think. Goji berries. They grow them in, I don't know, the Himalayas or something. I don't remember. Some faraway place. And they ship them, so they're kind of pricey. But um, they're supposed to be, like, number one antioxidant. I got my dog to eat a bunch of them today. <laughs> okay, let me ask you. Joe, is that you? Yes, it is. Hey, how you doing? You guys, I'm going to mute the room, and then I'm going to come back and open up you, Joe. Joe's going to talk to us about a lot of really important information. Hold on. Okay, Joe, hang in there. I just want to be, Joe to talk, be able to talk without without interruption. Okay. Okay, then I'm going to open Joe back up. Oh, and I'm I'm and I left myself unmuted. That's cool. Here we go. There you go, Joe. We can hear you. Hello, you there? Yep, we're right here. Okay, the chickens are in bed. Good, good. You got that done. That's right. <laughs> good for you. Yes. Hey, listen. Yes. Uh, when I first got on, I caught the. Um, Brazil nuts and the selenium. Uh huh. Okay. Here, here's my input to that. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got involved in uh, nutrient dense gardening. Yeah. And so I was doing soil tests. So yeah. my question, my question is to you, how much selenium is in the in the ground under the tree that where the selenium is supposed to be? How much selenium is there? Yeah. In the ground? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How well, but see, that's see, that's the whole thing with nutrient dense gardening. 
Yeah. It's because, like, say where I live, and every place is different, and that's why you do a soil test. Because yeah. you have to see, like, how much calcium and all these other nutrients, minerals, are in the ground. Uh-huh. And so you tailor your ground to the soil test because... Every place is different, and I used to do those for people. And, Whoa. And so one of the things that were so important is how much iodine is in the ground. Okay. Right? Because iodine is water-soluble, so every time it rains, you lose iodine. Do do um, do normal fertilizers help replace this stuff? I know No, nutrients- no, no, wait. All normal fertilizers are is like you know, you know, nitrogens and stuff. There's no minerals per se. Yeah. Okay. So so that's the whole issue. Let me let me tell you. My I have a, like seven thousand square foot garden. Uh huh. And when I um, first started all this, I was very sick because I did concrete work, and so I sweat all my minerals out. But I started learning uh, from sweat tests that you're losing all your body fluids and your minerals. And so, like when I would come home, i drink two gallons of Gatorade a day, which is very bad for you, I understand that. Yeah. But I didn't at the time, because when I would come home for dinner, my fork would fly up and hit the wall involuntarily. It was just I needed potassium. Yeah. Um, but the the point of all that is, is unless you do a soil test to determine how much mineralization you need, that's what's very important. And so when I did a soil test, I got a garden index number, which told me the quality of the soil in my garden with with all the nutrients. And I used to run a 72, a plus 72. Yeah. Okay. So I used to soil test for people. And when I was doing all this, um, I started trying to work with farmers to help them, but most of them only care about, you know, pounds and bushels and tons yeah. and bushels and all that kind of stuff. So I was working with a guy west of Owasso in Covington, Oklahoma. He had 150 acres of wheat that he was strip mining ground since 1900 statehood. Yeah. His soil test was a minus 26. So I don't think you want to eat his wheat. He was trying to start producing organic wheat, which was going to cost him $60,000 because he had no calcium. And we had to go in and and, uh, redo his soil to bring it up to a quality that was worth something. So, see, people don't realize that uh, we have what they call refractometers. It's just a mechanical device. And you look in the thing, and it's uh, a light deal. Uh, you standardize it with distilled water on zero, and it goes from zero to 32. So let's say we take romaine lettuce, which is a better lettuce than most right. of minerals. And so we take and squeeze squeeze it on. Um, we squeeze, we roll the leaf up and put it in a special press, and we press the juice out, and we put it on the refractometer. Well, this guy Reams kind of was the guy that taught a lot of people about all this. Mm-hmm. And let's say poor is uh, four, 
and good was 10, okay? Mm-hmm. So you would squeeze the juice on there. And I used to give five-hour PowerPoint presentations on soil fertility and human health. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we when I would go to this, wherever where I was going, I'd go to the local grocery store, buy romaine lettuce and an apple and a, and a, and a um, pepper um, and those kind of things. And so I'd look at the lettuce and squeeze it like romaine. And most of the time it was 0.1. Remember, yeah. remember four is poor. Yeah. Ten was good. Well, most wow. of, and And then when I did an organic red leaf lettuce, it was 0.2. <laughs> really? Yes. And so you're paying more money. And I'm not saying everything's like that. I'm just trying to make the point that our soils are very depleted. And and so, see, I started learning all that, and I started doing all this um, um, mineral-dense gardening. Uh, and one of the very, very interesting things I was learning was about iodine. Because, see, there's no iodine fairy that goes over the earth every night and sprinkles iodine on everything. Yeah. It's always being washed out every time it rains. Okay, but so how so how can people – okay, so we have no way of knowing if – if like the um, the those nuts that, that I've already forgotten what the name of them is. Um, no, it's Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts. And it's, and it's selenium. Selenium's crucial because selenium selenium's the anti-cancer gene. Yes. If you don't have selenium, you're you're gone. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now, but how do we know? I mean, just because we buy something, you know, these kinds of nuts at the store does not mean it's got that, selenium in it. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. the point, because you pick up a book, and, and there's a lot of them that says, okay, selenium, I mean, um, Brazil nuts are very high in selenium. Well, how many nuts did they test to to determine that? Yeah. Yeah. And how do you know that the tr- the tree, because trees can't get up and walk around looking for selenium. Yeah. Yeah. No, true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not saying they don't, and I don't know who does the testing, but all I'm saying is, it's very interesting to me because I used to do all this. It, I mean, I'll just finish. I'm sorry to get off on this, but it was just I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting subject for you. I'm, Linda? Yeah. Linda, could I ask a quick question? Can we get his con- contact information if he's willing to give it? Because I'd like to ask yes. him some questions about where to get some information and stuff about this because sure. I don't want to be so my, my phone number is 918-274. 8111, there's three ones, and that's Owasso, Oklahoma. And i got to rewrite that. My pen went dry. Could you say that again? 918-274-8111, there's three ones. Thank you. Yeah. So so let me, can, I'm sorry, but let me finish my, um, I just have to do this iodine thing. And, and so... I was very interested in iodine because it's so crucial to our bodies, and it's the heaviest mineral thing. And so I was, um, I got the soil test, and the soil tests that I get aren't NPK, like Master Gardeners and all that. I don't do any of those kind of things. And so the soil test is about $50, and um, the iodine test, just to get it, was $72. So it's very hard to come by, even if you can find somebody that's all tested for you. Yeah. 
And so I did that. I was out west somewhere. And so it came back 2.45 parts per million, okay? Uh-huh. And so these guys I work with, which was International Ag Labs in Fairmont, Minnesota, John Franks is the guy that kind of does the gardening section. And he's a friend. And um, I said, okay, John, uh, how much iodine do I need? It's, it's, mine came back 2.45. And you know what he was? And these guys test all over the world for minerals, okay? Uh-huh. So do you know what his comment was? We don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, good. Oh, so okay. <laughs> so we have no way of finding out. All so, right. No, but but you would think, as crucial as iodine is, yes. You know, and everybody needs it. And you used to be able in this country to go to the grocery store or a drug store and buy like there's a product called Lugo Solution. Yeah. And you could purchase that stuff. There's iodine in other in it just. I buy. I take iodine every day, um, and also in kelp. Iodine is in kelp, is it not? Not very much. Huh. If, there was a guy named Guy Abraham. Hmm. Um, oh, there's another David Br- Br- Brownstein, I think it is. Okay. And these guys are into milligrams of iodine, and you can do loading tests. You could do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it used to be we would have, I think it was 150 micrograms, I think, in a slice or two of bread. Back, they used to put iodine in bread, was my understanding. Yeah. Well, now they put bromine in. I don't know what that is. It's a, it, it's a halogen. Okay, there's a, there's, a, there's a law of halogens. There's, um, there's a fluorine, fluoride, um, what is it? Um, bromine. I, uh, there's there's two others. Um, I can't think of right now. Mm-hmm. But but it was interesting that we used to put it in bread. Now we put bromine in, and so we become bromine toxic because the, it it's taking the place of the of the iodine. There's fluoride. Fluoride's the other one. So when you're drinking fluorinated water, yeah, you know you're, it's it's causing you problems. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because I think the standard today is you only need 150 micrograms a day, okay? But there's guys out there like Guy Abraham and David Brownstein and others that I think they're talking milligrams. Okay. And so I, I was very intrigued with all that because I was just trying to learn where all that is um, because I – but. But see, you know, the point is, unless you put it into the soil, like calcium, I have to put a ton of calcium. That's one of the biggest things that are missing in the soil, calcium, right? Well, you don't know because you don't soil test. But <laughs> I have to I'm put believing a, you. I have to put a ton, well, it, I, I had to put a ton of calcium per acre to, to fix the ground because calcium goes down into the earth um, when you put it in. So you have to continually put it in. But what's interesting, you know, Joel Wallach, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, right? Yeah. Okay. He's telling you there's 147 calcium-deficient diseases. Okay? Uh-huh. All right. So it's, it's interesting because when you start working with the soil, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on, I guess, your background. But... Uh, Supposedly, you know, we came from the earth, 
uh, dirt, right? God made man from dirt, dirt um, dust. And so we treat gardens and people exactly the same. Okay. Okay. So um, when you, if there's 147 calcium deficient diseases, then the main thing people need is calcium. But when you look, is the calcium in the soil? No, because that's why when you do nutrient-dense gardening, you have to put, you know, bring it up, and so you got to put calcium in. Okay, so let's just say you got the calcium in the soil, okay? Uh-huh. So how does the plant absorb calcium? Does it absorb it in the roots straight in? No. And so that's why you have to have microorganisms in the soil that digest the calcium and give it to the plant. Okay. Okay. Well, you have so you have to have microbes. So that's one of the things you look for your soil test. And so usually in the soil test they wanted like 600 units of microbes. Well, I used to work on that, and 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 so you have to feed the microbes, and and you have to have them in the soil too to start with. Mine used to run around 2,500. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very good. That's very rich, good, um, you know, microbe soil. Okay, so let's say you get the, you got the calcium in the soil, you got the microbes, so you get the calcium in the plant. So what do people do to activate calcium when they eat it, if it's there? They have to take what, vitamin? Yeah, I do. D3. Yeah. Vitamin D3 activates calcium, right? I didn't know that, but that's good to know. Vitamin D3, well, yeah, it, vitamin D3 is very important for strong bones, and calcium is. So yeah, yeah. And, and and see that that activates and magnesium moves it. So yeah. you know that's important. Um, well, I'm just trying to. I'm sorry. That's okay. Just, it was just amazing to me when I heard what you guys were saying because yes. that's always been a big thing with me. Is well, that's true if the selenium's under the tree. Gotcha. Is the okay. point of all. I'm sorry. Get to that. It's okay. I was just going to veer you over here to, because I told everybody we're going to come in and talk about the frequencies. I am, and that's and, what I was going to yeah. do. But that was okay. a, I used yeah. to do that for years and years and years. Yeah. Like I said, before I got all this, and then what was it? Four years ago. Yeah. Uh, they put a smart meter on my house, AEP PSO, and I told them I didn't want one, but they did anyhow. Yeah. Uh, and then my whole life changed because I laid down that past life and picked up this new life, which I'm not too sure was a good idea, but I'm still doing it four years yeah. later. Yeah. And so we've been fighting the uh, the radiation issue, and it's just gotten um, – What that was four years ago where I knew nothing about all this radiation and what was, it, what was happening to us um, until they did that to me. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of launched me in that new direction was the uh, smart meter thing. Yes. Well, and you certainly have. I was I was talking a little bit earlier to these to to the room about the fact that one of you know the the testimony of the gentleman at the, in New Mexico was yes, uh, it, Nor- Norman Lamb. Yes, that's fascinating. It's just it, it. What amazed me about a lot of it was the fact that um, well. I, well, a lot of things amaze me about what happens. But um, the fact that, that Lloyds of London will no longer do any underwriting, will no longer cover any damages concerning 
smart meters, the fires that they create, and we know they create a lot of fires, yes. and, and they will not underwrite any policies concerning physical damage because of electromagnetic poisoning. They won't or, or cover it. Or, or health issues caused right. by the radiation. Right. Yeah. And, and when Lloyd's of London, the biggest underwriting company in the world, to my knowledge, yeah. is willing it, is not willing to cover it because it's a known problem, then why are we being told there's no issue? That's crazy that we're well, being no, told. No, that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Because when I started this, <clears throat> you know, I thought, um, you know, I, I was born and raised in this state. Um, I, you know, I have great respect um, for, I, I don't know, how do you say the the state, the people, and mm-hmm. you think everybody's up and up and, <laughs> you know, doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, when I learned all this, remember, I they put a meter on me. And we went for like 19 months, I think it was, uh, and we were all getting sick. We had bloody noses. We had all these terrible yes. things happening physiologically. And I do have a degree in physiology, so uh, I understand a little about all that. Yes. We were very, very sick. Uh, we didn't know why we were having things happen to us we never had happened before. I'm an older guy. I'm, I'm pushing 70. Um, when I was 50, you know, I, I did concrete work. And I was very sick until I learned about nutrient-dense and minerals, and I started repairing all the damage I had done to myself. Yeah. Um, but when I when I learned about this meter stuff, um, it was so uh, devastating to me. I knew none of it four years ago. I mean, just none of it. And... So uh, that night of November the 7th, 2012, I listened to Dr. Dietrich Klinghart. Uh, he's a 43-minute YouTube. It's called uh, Health Crisis of Our Time, Okay. Um, EMFs, and Smart Meters. And that night, it changed my life. I, my, my wife was doing dishes, and I was in here doing a little something with the computer. And I said, we really need to listen to this guy. And we sat down, and it's never been the same since. Um, because he told us exactly what was happening. And then I did exactly what he's told me. He said, there's two things you do to stop this stuff. He said, you can do the German method. You can take an axe and smash the meter. And then on the third time, usually in Germany, they'll come out or wherever and put a uh, analog, the old mechanical analogs back on. Yeah. And I even told Bob Anthony that he's the chairman of the Corporation Commission one time in a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I like it. That's yeah. one way that, that would yeah. work. It would get rid of them quickly if the whole country if the whole country agreed to do that. You well, know? but see, the public doesn't even know what's happening. That's the problem. Yeah. So the second thing Dietrich Klinghart said was, you can take a sheet of lead, uh, put it around the outside of the meter box. Okay, now I'm not you don't mess with the meter. Yeah. But there's a box that the meter sets in, right? Yeah. And so I, I bought a 30 by 30 inch sheet of lead from the roof, local roofing company. I cut it in 10 inch uh, sections. And I nailed it. I have a um, mortar house bricks, and so I took concrete nails and just kind of put that around them. And I did that Friday afternoon around three, and um, through a series of events, I, I helped gather about a thousand bales of hay one night. 
and I tore I tore both both rotor cuff tendons in my shoulders, and so I was having to sleep in a recliner because I couldn't lay down because it would open the joints and make it hurt really bad. Yeah. So basically, my recliner is in the living room um, through um, one room, and is right where that meter is or was, and so. I was having all these terrible pains and symptoms. Um, I used to have to put gloves on my hands at night because I thought it was the cool air that was yeah. causing the pain. I, my pain in my shoulders were so bad at times you almost want to cry. Uh, stabbing pains and not sleeping. And, I mean, there was just a huge list um, of difficulties. And so I nailed that lead on there about mm, 3 o'clock that was Friday afternoon. And I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning, and my two major symptoms, okay, what, the first one was uh, it started with a pain, pinpoint pain in my groin, and it went all the way down my leg. And so my whole leg was finally inflamed to where the pain I'd have to keep, when I stood still, I had to keep moving and shifting my weight because of the pain in my left leg. And the other thing was, my front teeth and the bottom front teeth and the roof of my mouth felt like somebody poured Alka-Seltzer in it at night. And it yeah. was it almost hear and feel like bubbling. You know, it was weird. And I didn't know what was going on. And, and so I'm kind of a self-doser you know, doser type guy. And so I was just trying to work through all that. Well, that 1 o'clock on Saturday morning, those were my two major things. That Both of those went away within about, what you know, what was that, four Four or five hours. What when you you mean when you shielded your meter? You mean when you covered it? The only thing I did different. Yeah. Was I went out there and put that lead around that meter and went to bed. And, and, and well, okay, so it's not the frequencies coming through into your home through the electrical. You if you if you cover your meter from the outside, it will shield you. Yeah. Well, no, there's two. There's well, there's several major electrical problems to all this. Uh-huh. You know, one is dirty electricity, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, and that's coming in on your wiring because when those meters transmit, like the 2.4 gigahertz, it's 4.8 billion cycles a second traveling on a 60 cycle coming into your house. The 60 cycles is your normal electricity. Yeah. Okay, so that's still happening. I didn't do anything to stop that. But what I stopped was the transmissions from the meter coming in my house. These meters are transmitting outside the house, but they're coming, they're made to go through your house. They physically have this microwave radiation, just like your microwave oven, Yeah. that, that travels right through walls and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So those two major symptoms went away immediately. Wow. And I was so stunned. I mean, you know, I know a little bit. Remember, I've got a degree in physiology. That doesn't right. mean anything. But well. I was a little more kind of tuned in on what's going on there. Right. And so I didn't need a doctor, and I didn't need any pharmaceuticals to fix that, right? Yeah. So that was cool. I said, okay, I, I, thought, I said, this is right. You know, Dr. Klinghart, man, whoa. So that, you know, was kind of neat. So yeah. then I went down because I... That first night after Klinghart, he freaked me out so bad that I got on the internet for three days. My wife, you know, she just bring me the food and water, and I make my way to the bathroom once in a while, and 
after three days, I figured out kind of what was going on here. Uh, I was all over the place. Um, I contacted people, uh, watched a lot of things. And one of the things I learned was uh, metal aluminum window screen wire that you can buy at any hardware store yeah. is the military-grade blocker for this stuff. Okay, let me ask you also, my understanding is you can put aluminum mesh a mesh cover over the uh, over the meters, and that helps too. Is that right? Well, it might do a little something. Yeah. But uh, I did a job in got, um, in a town north. Uh, it's west of here. Uh-huh. And to block a OG&E meter, which I did not touch, from going into this lady's bedroom, it took me two plates of quarter-inch plate steel. Yeah. And so what I've learned that most people don't know, because if you don't do this kind of stuff, um, you have to learn it by doing it. Um, Or somebody tell you, but there is no classes you can enroll in to do this. Right. And and so what I learned was (coughs) when you're close to the source of the radiation, it's very hard to stop it. Yeah. Okay, very hard. So anyhow, um, I learned about the metal aluminum screen wire and... I went down, and, and there's a place here called Jones Aluminum on 15th and uh-huh. Sheridan, Yale and Sheridan, and I purchased a 6-foot by 20-foot metal aluminum screen wire, um, came home, picked up my recliner, set the wire underneath it, um, set maybe two feet out in front of the recliner or so, and then I threw the rest of it over the top of the recliner and, and kind of pinned it together in the front where the foot is, right? So I got in and, you know, closed it all up. My wife pinned it up. And that night, it got better yet. <laughs> wow. And so I went, whoa, this is so cool. <laughs> and, and these symptoms would start going away. It was just like they were falling off of you, you know. And so the, the next night, I said, well, I don't have any sidewalls. So I went to Lowe's, the lumber company, purchased some one-by-fours, you know, boards. You know, they're three-quarter by, you know, maybe three-and-a-half. And so then I, I kind of made a little diagram because, you know, I do construction stuff. And so I made sidewalls for this thing, and I just took a staple gun and stapled the wire to all this. And I thought, well, okay, this sounds good. Maybe I ought to ground it. And I, I knew nothing about Faraday cages. Yeah. Didn't, didn't even know they existed. And so I took a piece of braided aluminum wire, about half inch, that I had hanging around somewhere, and right to my left is the front windows of the house, big glass windows, and the air conditioning fan. So I took a 3-8 reed bar, drove it down through the air conditioning fan into the earth quite a ways, and then I clamped this wire on that 3-8 rod, and then I took the rest of it and went under, um, went into the Faraday cage that I was making, which I didn't know, and laid it on the aluminum screen wire that my recliner chair would sit on top of. Okay. And so now this is <laughs> this is a three-page testimony that I'm going to tell you about that I took to the Oklahoma State Legislature January the 8th, 2013. Okay. Uh-huh. So I did all this, and I got in there that night, and the next morning I woke up, and I knew... I had to pay attention to what what was happening when I first woke up. 
So I woke up and I opened my eye and it went daylight. And my ear could hear the um, clock in the kitchen a, a room or two away ticking and my stomach growling. And that was all I felt. There was no pain anywhere in my body. I slept through the night. Didn't yeah. have to get up and pee or anything. Yeah. It was it was the most amazing wow. experience. Um, and I took that, and and so see, I believe you remember I'm from Oklahoma, and I think everybody right is up straight up and right and doing everything right. So I took it to the Oklahoma State Legislature and to the Corporation Commission, and to the assistant, the Attorney General's office, Scott Pruitt, and you know they really didn't care. Yeah, I thought this would be very important to know all this information because, you know, why is PSO doing to this to us if they're going to harm us? And, I mean, you know, how did, what is that, ignorance is bliss, I think it is? Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, I was ignorant, man. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, we can no longer afford to be ignorant. You know, <laughs> and we, we have to help shield ourselves. And what a lot of us are complaining about with the pain and, the, you know, the various, a lot of the pain. Um, exactly. A lot of, you know, and it, 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 I mean, we all kind of think, well, maybe it's coming from satellites, maybe maybe the neighbors, you know, whatever. But if we can simply protect ourselves by by screening off or, or you know, putting lead, I'm not sure I can get the picture of the lead, and maybe maybe you could help people as they call you, and maybe you could, I don't know, give them a, a construction drawing or something, okay. I don't know. Well, well, so, so let, me, let me go yeah, on. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, so like, I thought, you know, this was going to be uh, real important. I mean, I had, yeah. and, and but see, about that time, I, I paid a thousand dollars for this gigahertz solutions meter. It's an HFE 35C, which means it's more sensitive than HF that you see around, and it's, it's, it's that, that one's about half the price. So mine was like a thousand some dollars. Yeah. Um, and so when I took it to them, I thought, man, this is going to be so important. Yeah. But they ignored it all. They just ignored me. They just yes. they wouldn't do anything, okay? Uh-huh. So 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 the you know the, the life goes on thing. Uh-huh. So um on my bed the um the radiate see now when you take this meter and you go out to the country the the readings usually zero, okay? Yeah. Because there's no usually radiation out there. Uh and so I and then what is Dr. Klinghart is saying that a pregnant woman in a bed that the radiation levels in the bedroom where she sleeps at night if it's over five microwatts per meter squared yeah. that there's a high probability of autistic children. Oh man. Okay, and sperm damage according to the Bioinitiative report three point four microwatts. Oh man. Um, Dr. Erica Mallory Bly. In, yeah. in the U.K., teaches about all this. She's an emergency room physician who's sensitive, electrosensitive. Yeah. And she, the doctor she's been working with says you shouldn't be over one microwatt long-term exposure. God. So this is pretty low stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so on my bed, my, our master bed, my wife and I, it was 700 microwatts per meter squared. Amazing. Okay, so we had these bleeding noses. We had all these problems. Uh, the pain in my leg. Uh, I had a. I always one of the, my. You know, everybody's got different symptoms. Yeah. But but mine was on my right hip, 
where the waistband is, I'd always get a burning sensation. And I, I had no idea what that was. <laughs> and and so I thought, well, maybe it's the elastic in the underwear. So I'd tuck in a little piece of cloth right there trying to, you know, uh-huh. make the space or protect it. And and all it is is the radiation. Why it does wow. that to me, I can't tell you. And and wow. the other thing is, it 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 twitch my nose twitches it uh, it, it like it, you want to scratch it it itches on the, especially on the left side above the left nostril and yeah. so when i come into this environment of high radiation i know i'm i'm being affected because of those certain places yeah okay and and so um anyhow so we so i was learning all this with and so when i got my meter i was walking around the house and walking around thinking Oh, this is cool, man. This is, you know, this is our house is like this. Well, come to find out, my house is probably the worst house of most houses out there. <laughs> yeah. But, but I didn't know it. So, you know, I wrote what certified green card return letters to uh, Stuart Solomon. He's the CEO of AEPPSO here in Delta, uh-huh. and trying to get him to take it off and do this and do that, you know. And, they just ignore you. Um, they wouldn't do anything. And so I had a licensed electrician um, that that said he would help me. And so we were talking about all of it. And he said, well, why don't I just um, apply for a permit to get it off of your house from Tulsa County, because I live in Tulsa County, I mean, Tulsa City Limits, the electrical people, because I, I live in the county, Tulsa County. Um, and see, Owasso is the town, but I'm not in Owasso city limits. Um, that was putting in the smart meter as the pilot for you know APSO was doing that. So um, they said okay. So we were shocked, and so we bought a meter analog out of California, brand new, um, you know, mechanical analog that didn't emit a radiation. And so um, it came the day we went out and changed it, and I took videos. Um, before, during, and after, and so we put the new analog meter on and took the smart meter off. Licensed electrician, you know, we went by with all the rules. Right. And and I saw. So I said, okay, man, life's gonna be normal again. Yeah. So I went back in the bedroom. I put the meter on the bed, and I thought it was gonna be zero, right? Right. Seven hundred microwatts. Oh my. And I went, what? You know, that was terrible. And so I couldn't understand, so we went out and took that meter off the house. Yeah. So I And the meter box is 10 feet from our bed, okay? Yeah. It's in the closet, and so it's 10 feet from the head of our bed. Yeah. And so I thought, what's going on here? Because with no meter on my house, it was still 700 microwatts per meter squared. Huh. And so it took me a few days. So anyhow, we put the analog back on, and we left it on after that. And then we sent the smart meter back to AEPSO. Yeah. And so then the inspector came out, and he, and he inspected it and said everything was fine. So he called uh, AEPPSO to put their little lock thing on there, their security lock. Okay, so all this in the meantime, that was all this was taking place. So in the meantime, I said, well, what's wrong here? And what I learned that day was the first time I ever learned about multi-source microwave radiation. I have a cell tower on 96th Street to my south, a half a mile away. There's seven layers of panels on that thing. Yeah. And then I have a hospital, St. John's Hospital, 900 feet to my south, with a communications antenna on it. 
And all you have to do is you go to antennasearch.com. You pull that up on the Internet, put your address and your zip code in there. And in this case, which I've done just recently, it comes up that there's an antenna warning. It goes, warning, antenna 2.3 miles away, and it's on top of St. John's Hospital. Wow. Well, see, I didn't know about all those things. Yeah. Okay. So in the meantime, while all that was happening, then PSO came out and said, you know, they sent me an overnight letter. I think it was Joanne Stevenson from their lawyer department there in Oklahoma City. Said, if you don't put that back on or do something like because we think you have a foreign object on your house now, is what they said. Uh-huh. And they called me and and um, told me all these things. And um, So anyhow, they came out, turned off the power. We had no power for 66 days. Wow. And that was kind of early spring into the summer. So it was pretty, and, you know, <laughs> I I kept calling my state legislators and the Corporation Commission for help. And I had this one state senator that was more uh, involved in committing what he calls some kind of fraud. Yeah, he was robbing. He was a, he was a better business bureau guy. Uh-huh. He was uh, he was robbing him for I don't know how many millions of dollars, and he was gambling it away. Right. Um, so I guess he was too busy to do that to help me. Um, but that was kind of a, I didn't find that out till afterwards with all this. Um, so anyhow, they did that. We went to court. Um, they AEP PSO represented misrepresented um, the facts. They tell you that your cell phone is more powerful than your smart meter, which is not true. Yeah. Because PSO came out with a trifold that I got from a customer when I went out to read their house about all this radiation to help them. And in their trifold, with their own words, they said their meters transmitted 400,000 microwatts per meter squared, three feet away. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so I did a YouTube on that. I got I got 17 YouTubes up. It's under Meter Man. It looks Joe Esposito, Smart Meters, Meter Man. Um, and there's a YouTube there about the meters um, and how dangerous they are. And so PSO said that, if the phone was at your ear, it was going off at five, one million, I think it was one million to five million microwatts per meter squared. Uh, you can't, I can't even measure that. I don't know if anybody can. No, I don't know. It was just astronomically bad. Well, so, so I've, you know, I have a flip phone. My, my wife's got like an Apple phone. We, we tried both of them. We held it to my ear. We kind of measured it. I know this isn't scientific, and it wouldn't be done like they do it. But, you know, hey, that's the way we did it. It's the way you measure all this stuff here. It's, it is what it was. Yeah. And so it was like nine, I think it was nine or ten microwatts to 90 microwatts per meter squared. It wasn't one million and ten million or five million, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't. And so they used that. They misrepresented the science all these years from the California technology science thing. Yeah. Um, they misrepresented all that. Um, and they, they told the public, well, if you have a smartphone or cell phone, you, you have to have the meter because cell phones are more powerful, you know, um, than their more, smart meter. More, more damaging. Yes. And, it's, yeah. and that's absolutely the biggest lie they ever perpetrated on the public. Hmm. Okay. 
So, yes. so anyhow, you know, it's just been a series of learning experiences um, with all this. So, so then we went to court during that misrepresentation by their lawyer, Mr. Ferguson, who I don't know how much money they paid. Um, and the Judge Nightingale at Tulsa County Court uh, said, well, Mr. Esposito, uh, oh, well, he looked at me in court. He says, do you have a cell phone? I said, yeah, I got an old flip phone. You know, it's not very powerful. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference. It's a cell phone. I said, well, yeah. And and so he looked at the judge when he said that as if, aha, I got him. And and so she said, okay, Mr. Esposito, um, you just all you have to answer now is yes or no. You can't say anything else. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Justice. Uh-huh. Right? So yeah. so then they said, okay, you have to have you can you can have power if you want it. We're going to put it on a pedestal out on the edge of your property, which was 92 feet from the bedroom. And if you understand this radiation, distance is your friend. And I said, okay. Um, and see, it was getting to be you know we're starting to move towards winter by that time. And I'm married and I have a daughter and I wanted to stay married. Uh, so I said, okay. Um, so we paid $1,100 to get the meter, smart meter put on a pedestal out by the street, but I had them aim it to my neighbor's house and not towards me. Let me ask you something. Did that help? I'm wondering what to what reduced, um, you said that you had, I don't even know the terminology, it, it didn't change the, the on your bed the 700 whatever. I'm sorry. I for watch per meter squared. Thank oh. you. No, yes. but, no, but see, here's, here's the problem, okay? Yeah. What I've learned, we'll, we'll kind of fast forward ahead. Okay. So what I do now is I've learned all these things over time. Yeah. So people will call me and they say, uh, would you come help us because we're all sick and we want to know what to do. And, and, right. I, I, when I, and you need to hear the stories of physiological damage, people spending $8,500 to fix problems that smart meters are causing and wow. not anything else but smart meters. Wow. And we can go over that later. But so, so what I do now is, uh, if somebody calls me, yeah. I'll go to their home. Uh, first thing I do is look at antennasearch.com. Uh-huh. And so, why do I do that? Because if a cell tower is really close to their home, if it's on the north, south, or whatever side, let's say it's on their north, that cell tower is coming right through into their house. Okay. There, you, you can't stop the things unless you shield, right? Well, and how do you shield? With the aluminum screen wire. So you can stop it with that. That's what I did, remember? It was yeah. number 700 yeah. microwatts on my bed. Right. Well, maybe I didn't tell you this. No, you haven't told them that yet. Yeah, I'm maybe sorry. You did tell me that earlier. Okay, I yeah. didn't tell you how we fixed it. Okay, so. No, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I'm, under, I'm getting radiated, I guess, still when I'm out walking around. So this... Um, this radiation thing, I figured, well, something's got to be done to stop all this. Right. Um, so I went to M&M Lumber Company here and bought four foot by 100 foot metal aluminum screen wire, window wire, nailed it to the whole south side of my home. Yeah. Or, or, you know, nailed it with a, a concrete nails or shot it on with a staple gun where the wood was. Right. And, uh, all over the, and then I got a bunch of stuff and put it on the roof, too. Yeah. So that's protecting... And I got it down to 10 microwatts inside the house on the south side where all the high radiation was coming in. From, seven to down to, from 700 down to 10. Yes. 
that's pretty effective shielding. So then we bought the canopies that you hang from the ceiling, right? Right. Like silver, naturel, silverel, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And now we got it down to point one in the bed. Amazing. Right. Amazing. Just through shielding. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like it's like today. I met with a, three or four guys um, that um, were interested in all this, and we I brought them up to the house today, and and so. Um, and if you've seen some of my YouTubes, I, you can walk out of my front door and stand on the front porch, which um, is on the north side of the bedroom that is shielded on the south side with all the wire. Yeah. So when you're standing on my front porch, the reading might be 10 microwatts per meter squared. Yeah. But as soon as you step off my front porch going east and step out, there's like a sea of radiation going past my house from south to north. Yeah. You can't see it, but that's what it's doing. Right. Okay, and I can read the hospital radiation. Um, anything green like trees will help slow it down, but it won't stop at 100%. So I have a house to my south, and so it kind of helps divide the two sources of radiation, which is one, the hospital, five stories up, the antenna, yeah. and then as so, so if I go into my backyard now and walk to the west, and there, see that house is right to my south. So if I go west, the the house blocks the cell, the um, antenna on top of the hospital, but then it exposes me as I go west to the seven six layers of cell tower panels right. on 96th Street, a half mile away. Right. So and that screams. I mean, if I go out into my pasture, it's probably pushing over 2,000 microwatts per meter squared. Wow. Okay. So today I went out there and I was showing these guys all this. Well, there's this huge maple tree out of my backyard, and so if you walk a little further west, if you take my directional antenna on my meter and aim it at the base of the trunk of the tree and right there and stand by it, uh-huh. the meter drops to about 10. Because why? Because electricity was meant to be in wires. It was not meant to be blasted at us as raw electricity. Right. And that's what's happening to us. Right. Okay? So so back in 1932, they knew all this. The Germans called it microwave sickness because they were getting sick. People around this stuff and being exposed to it were getting sick. Right. And then we went into... Um, electro-hypersensitivity. That was the next kind of terminology thing. And then we talked with Curtis Bennett in Canada, thermoguy.com, right. who, who does all this kind of electricity stuff, and, he, you know, he can do thermographies and show you where it's heating things up. Um, he calls it subtle electrocution because, it, it used, you know, electricity is supposed to be in wires, not blasted at us, and that's what raw electricity is doing when we use wireless. So, Might be. okay. So, if you look at the cell towers, mm-hmm. what, what's going up the t- cell tower base? All this truckload of antennas. I mean, yeah. wire, black wires. All these black wires are going up those cell tower bases, right? Mm-hmm. There's one on 21st and uh, say 81st in Yale that there's so many wires. They can't get them all together. 
it's almost like three feet square of solid wires hanging there. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, so anyhow, I mean, that um, that's what's happening. So I was out there by the tree, and I stepped back at, back to the east and hit all that radiation again. So they were just stunned watching all this, because most people have never seen this before. And so then we went back to the front porch and got in and out of all the radiation. I said, let me show you one more thing. So I have this little portable Faraday cage. It's made out of aluminum screen wire, right? Yeah. And it's about 16, 18 inches square by maybe three feet. So I leave my meter on, and I slide it down inside, and then I have a little cover cap I put over the top of it. So I walk back out in the radiation. My meter's still on, and it's quiet as a mouse. Why is that? It's you hit. You've got. It's in the mesh wire, right? It's That's right. The, it's, yeah. the meter's being protected right. from the radiation. I mean, it's the most amazing. You wouldn't think that that would work, but it does. And these guys are just stunned. They want to take their little. They weren't doing selfies, but you know, they want to take a little video movie of that. You're right. 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 Huh. <laughs> and and so it was like you know point three point four. Yeah. Inside that little cage. Wow. They, yeah. So yeah. they were stunned with all this, but it works. I mean, I'm sorry, it works. You know, it's really, um, yeah. people don't realize that, but, you know, that's what's happening. And so, um, so anyhow, so when I go, so I was, well, I was telling you, when I go into homes, first I do the antennasearch.com when I get there. Look at, because the cell towers want to come through the walls, right? Right. Or the antennas. So then I walk around the outside of the house because what am I looking for? I'm looking at two things outside. Well, three things. First, I want to see where the highest source of radiation is coming from, north, south, east, west, because if it is on the north, then I want to look at those rooms because it's coming through the walls. But I want to look at the neighbors because I want to see where their smart meter is because it's coming through your walls. If, if like, it's say your house is sitting there, your meter, let's say, is on the back of the house. Uh-huh. Well, let's say their meter's on the side of your house facing your bedroom. That uh-huh. meter's coming into your bedroom from your neighbor. Yeah. And so you want to walk around and make sure your neighbors, where their meters are, because if the, their meters are on the opposite sides of their house, yeah. chances are you're not getting it in your house. You see what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Facing you. So yeah. the other thing is these people, when you walk around the house, think you're really a mystic because you're walking around and say, um, because the meter has a signature for all these different devices like Wi-Fi and deck phones and, and, and cell towers. So you're walking around the house, and so you hear this tick, 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 tick right here at this wall, and the closer you are to the source wherever it is along that wall, you yeah. can pinpoint where, say, the Wi-Fi is in that room. And so you say to the homeowner, says, well, you, your, um, your Wi-Fi is sitting right on the other side of this wall. And they go, yeah, that's my office. Yeah. And then they may have a deck phone, one of those things you walk around and talk on without a cord. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst of the worst. They're, they could run up above 200,000 microwatts per meter squared. And they're on all the time. And so yeah. I can find those. So this one day I was walking around the outside, and I was with... The, the the mom and the son who was in his 20s, mm-hmm. and so he was standing to my right, and so I stepped around behind him and held the meter to his back, yeah. and the meter went quiet. Yeah. So why did it do that? I don't know. Because he's absorbing the radiation. Oh, my. He, we're antennas. 
Okay. Okay. So, so so then we go inside the house, and you like it's kind of like you walk in and and you got to you got to quiet the. If you could just throw the breaker, that would be the fastest thing to do. But you want to try to show people what they're doing to themselves. Okay, but let me ask you this. I want to ask you this about the breakers. Can I protect? Can we all those of us who live in who live in homes and can control our breakers? Can we protect ourselves like at night if we turn that off? Oh, absolutely. Let me, oh, okay. Let me give you an example. Yeah. Okay, so so first of all, um, we'll have to come back to the, this other scenario. But let's say my wife, um, there's there's three or four things with all this that you have to kind of pick up on. One is there's microwave radiation. Then there's what they call magnetic radiation. So any motor that's moving, say like a, a, a fan on the floor, right. and it's rotating, if it's off, there is, and it's plugged in, there's dirty electricity coming from that fan. You can measure it. Huh. So you turn the fan on, now there's a magnetic field. Huh. So, so you press on number one for speed, and there, let's say there's a one-foot field that comes out one foot. You press on two, there's now a two-foot field. Let's say three, is there's a three-foot field. So three feet around that fan or maybe either side of where the motor is, there's a field, maybe not from the front. I mean, I, I don't have a lab where you can sit down and document all this perfectly, so I'm sorry. Um, That's okay. No, no. You know, yeah. but, but I'm just trying to give you an idea. But you don't want to be in any fields like that, okay? Then there's, then there's body voltages, Okay. And your body, remember, like, you know, in the wintertime you have a wood stove, you walk around the house and you touch a doorknob and you get shocked. So you're carrying, what, a positive charge, right? Yeah, or you walk across a, a, wool, a wool carpet and the same thing happens, I think. Yeah, if you can, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. We, had, we got my wife in, in bed one evening. We hooked her up to the, the dirt, um, body voltage stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember our box is just 10 feet from the bed. So I went in, my daughter was watching, you got to stand about, you know, 10 feet away so you don't get in her field and all that kind of stuff. She had a flashlight, and as soon as I turned off the, the breaker to the light, she dropped her... Really? Yeah, really? Immediately, and I was shocked, you know. And so we thought that was cool. Yeah. And then we threw the... And, and, and say 10 is safe. Well, she was about 2,000. Okay, mm-hmm. and so the next thing we threw was the breaker to the wall, right? There's all the breaker electricity went off to the walls, the plugs, and she dropped again. And and then I said, well, that's still not enough. And so then we threw the the main breaker, yeah, and she dropped again, yeah. But still, that mm-hmm. she wasn't enough. And most people they couldn't go any further because the, that's the breaker on the house. You can't do any more than that, right? But we have a smart meter out at the street, 92 feet away. Yeah. It has a breaker on it. Oh, okay. So I went out to the street and threw the breaker. And, you know, she came down to where she was supposed to be. Wow. I mean, it had to be that far away from her. Wow. Okay. So, so, I mean, we thought that was was pretty cool, see. Mm -hmm. So, yes, if you have breakers, you want to go in. Um, and so when the weather gets real cool here, which we're just about ready to do, right. I'll go out there and throw the breaker out at the street. 
So our house is totally dead electrically. Yeah. And we all sleep really good. Wow. So if uh, if I turn turn off my breakers tonight, I'll get a good night's sleep probably. Probably, but now uh, I'm assuming you have a smart meter on your house. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't turn off the smart meter because it's on your house. Great. So how far away is it from your bedroom? Oh, it's it's three walls away. Okay, but you don't know mm-hmm. because it could be coming through. Well, yeah, go. It's it's on the outside of my garage. I understand, um, but but yeah. let me share this story. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going around to Monkey Island up north of here, Grand Lake, big resort, expensive resort area. So we were looking at houses up there. I was with this guy, wanted me to go with him and read all this for him. So we went in this very nice house on the um, east shore of Monkey Island, and the the breaker in the house was turned off, uh-huh. but the smart meter was still on the south of the house. As we walked through that house, the smart meter was hitting us repetitively. And smart meters don't have any particular sequence, like every five seconds or ten seconds. They go off at will. And so they go off by a court report of 14,000 to 190,000 times a day. Okay. Is there a way we can insist on a breaker being put on smart meters if they won't take them off? You can't stop them. That's why you can't, when they're on a house, they're very, very difficult, in my opinion, from my experience. I mean, I've had people say, well, I put some aluminum foil on the wall. Yeah. And I said, it won't help. It's coming right through. And I'll go and measure it, and sure enough, it's coming right through. Because yeah, what did I have to use yeah. at that house? Two plates of quarter-inch plate steel. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so it just depends, and that's why you have everybody, I'm sorry, Yeah. we're living in a day, whether you know it or not, you have to have a meter. Because you have to measure this stuff. You have to know what's happening. You have to know if you're safe. Okay, so yeah. I'm just letting you know some of those things, um, so you, so you can kind of get an idea of how to protect yourself. But we're in that day. Yeah. May I ask you if you if you put a steel or lead plate behind the say if I put it behind the, the smart meter in my garage? If okay, I, that's going to be where your electrical box is. It what? I'm sorry. You know your electrical box. Your meter is right on the other side of right. your electrical box. Right. Okay. So you'd have to put it up there. Yes, you can do that, but then you're going to have to measure to yeah. see if it's still coming through that material. Right. But that would be better than, say, mesh. I mean, a good solid lead or steel plate would probably help, right? It would. Probably. Yeah. Good, okay. On the inside, right behind, on the wall. Yeah, but it may uh, have to be like a three foot by three foot. That's all right. And that's kind of heavy. Well, I can have somebody do it, you know. You can, I'm, but you got to have a meter there Yeah. See, to to measure yeah. how well you did. You know, what I would do is go to your bedroom. First, I would, I would turn off all the power, throw the breaker to your house, uh-huh. go to your bedroom, and in, in, in this kind of stuff, I tell people it's like fishing. You got to be patient and sit there for maybe ten minutes, and wait to see if that meter's pulsing because they're erratic is is coming through into your bedroom. All right, 
because because and when you watch Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, remember what he said about pregnant women where they sleep? Right. When I bought that meter, that was why I bought that meter particular meter because I wanted to go in to bedrooms and measure to see and make sure people were safe where they slept. Right. Okay. And that's why I bring my Faraday cage, my little portable Faraday cage, because I'll go into all these different environments. They're really hostile. If I can put my meter in and cover it up and set it on their bed and it doesn't, I don't read it, uh-huh. then I can protect them in their bed. But I went to one lady's, Madeline's place. Um, she lives in an apartment, and I'm sorry, apartments are death traps. Okay? And so I, was, I pulled up in the parking lot because, you know, we're all, you know, we don't, we don't look up too often. Right. We're all looking down the street or whatever. Right. So when I got out of the, so I pulled up, I, I, I plugged my meter together, put it together, got to stick the antenna in it and, and screw the wire thing on. When I turned it on, it scared me so bad, I jumped out of the car and looked around, and right behind me were two cell towers. And wow. that, it was so bad, was yeah. the point. Yeah. It scared me. So wow. then she came, and we got she got there, and we walked down a little sidewalk, and she's on the second story. Second stories are always worse than being on the floor. If you take my meter in these situations uh, and lay the meter on the floor, Usually the radiation goes down to almost nothing because you're out of the flow of all the radiation, right? But the higher you are, it's always the worst. So she's on a second story. She had 16 meters on her outside wall, smart gang, smart meters, Yeah. and 16 on the neighbor's five feet away apartment. That's 32 smart meters going off all the time. And then she had a commercial, uh, what do you call it, Wi-Fi next door in, in her, her wall. And then there was the cell towers. All three of those things were coming wow. through that cage. I said, I can't be here because it's too dangerous for me because I'm sensitive. So I had to get out of there. Yeah. That lady shouldn't be there. Nobody should be there. Wow. None of those people living there should be there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, the, that's the importance of that little Faraday cage, and that's why I have it. It's just a good tool to use to tell me what's happening, see, Yeah. with all that. Well, I would assume it also helps you advise people about how they can, you know, best shield. Shield, exactly. Yeah. And, and apparently the aluminum wire, um, and I have some, I put it around my deck to hopefully protect my dogs. Um, maybe I'll put it on my windows. Um but um, my understanding is that is effective, yeah. Yeah, but it can come right through your walls. Yeah. Yeah, you you, you can you can buy shielding for your windows like ninety nine percent from these different places, which works. Um, I, I've got a lady, who, um, she's at twenty first and one hundred twenty ninth um, there in Tulsa. She's got two cell towers. Oh. Maybe six hundred feet to yeah. her west. The panels they put on that thing. The men were standing up there. The panels were bigger than the men. I mean, that was pretty scary to see yeah. because there's so much going to be so much power coming out of those things. Well, her storefront 
Um, it's one of those strip centers, and all the glass is facing right towards those cell towers. Yeah. So all that radiation is coming right through her windows. And, and so could... there's windows and bricks, and you can stand in front of the bricks. It helps a little bit and then when you're standing right and directly in front of those windows. Wow. But but I take my cage in there and hold it up in front of those windows, and it's quiet. Son of a gun. So, again, it's the, it's that mesh. It's the aluminum mesh that can protect. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, if people don't, if people think this is just a bunch of whatever, oh, yeah. there's a company here in Tulsa that um, works with military bases that makes Faraday cages out of copper wire, which is, you can do that, it's, it's more expensive, um, obviously. But it works. But these people, that's what they do for a living. They make Faraday cages. Wow. And why? It's to block the radiation on military bases. Why? Wow. What do you think is going on on a military base? Yeah. Radar. Oh, jeez. But you're saying there is a, okay, there are, as we know, there are, a lot of different frequencies, and you're saying, but essentially one one or two, co- well, common like wire mesh, aluminum mesh, or copper mesh can protect us at a in distance. a lot of, yeah? At a distance, but you, it, okay. it's, it's just like today, these, <laughs> these guys, um, oh, this one guy, he had two cell phones. And he was putting in his his left breast chest, you know, pocket. And that's where your heart is. Your heart is what? Electrical. You don't ever do that. I just, when people do that, I just freak out. I'm sorry. Um, But anyhow, I was was sitting there putting my meter together, and I had it sitting there on the concrete to show them that low was good, you know, and high was bad. And while it was sitting there, it, it pegs, it jumps. And I said, well, I said, can you guys turn off your cell phones? Yeah, and son of a gun, and it and it dropped. They did, and it dropped. Well, no, they turned yeah. it off, and it went down to nothing again. Yeah. But when they're turning it off, they're pulsing over two thousand microwatts. Wow. And but but I'm just saying, I'll be doing jobs for people, and I'm out there, and sometimes I'll forget about asking them to turn their cell phone off. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes me a minute yeah. once I'm out there because there's only one thing pulsing that close to you that will do that, and that's a cell phone. They, remember, remember what I'm telling you. The closer you are to the source, the harder it is to block. So right. when, I, so when I came back from walking around in the yard and put my meter in there in the, inside the cage to show them that um, it, it it was protecting at a distance, this guy was taking a picture with what his cell phone. Oh yeah, yeah. And so his cell phone was pulsing, but you could hear the meter inside the cage. Pulsing because of the cell phone. Because it was close. It was too close. Yeah. Exactly. So we need to, if we use cell phones, we need to keep them at a distance. I do use a cordless phone, and I do put it in my pocket. I'm sorry to say, you I have, don't think you I have will. A cordless house phone. Yeah, I know. Where's the base? It's in the other room. Don't tell don't me it's in your bedroom. No, no, no. Okay, but do you realize? I can go to a house outside of a house, 30, 50, 100, 150, maybe 200, 300 feet away, yeah. and read that deck phone base. Wow. That's how dangerous they are. I, I was in um, Locust Grove, east of Tulsa. We went to look at a house, 
and I knew the people that um, I was looking at the house. It was kind of a neighbor's, but it was a long distance away. We pulled up and parked under the trees waiting to go in to look at this house. And I and I knew the guy that lived in the other house, and it was a long ways away, maybe two, 300 feet. And when I turned my meter on, I could hear his deck phone over there. Wow. They're so dangerous, see. So that's the first thing you need to get rid of and throw away and get a corded phone. Okay. Okay? That would be the best thing you could do for your health right there. Okay. I mean, remember I'm telling you about, like, this one lady named Dina. Uh, She's middle-aged. Uh, spent $8,500 on all these doctors and all these things. Um, and she went, had surgical biopsies on her neck lymph nodes because they were swollen so bad. This lady didn't even have a primary doctor. She didn't take anything. She wasn't ever sick until they put that smart meter on her house. The guy was waiting to put it on when she came home from work one day. He opened, she unlocked the gate and let him in and went back there and they put it on. Right after that, short amount of time, all this health, she started going down immediately. Wow. Okay. And that's the way the documents talk about the studies. You can have some radiation, but as soon as you put a smart meter on, it's over and you go down. Okay. So she calls me or she emailed me. And she lives west of of the um, La Fortune Park here in, off of 51st. Let's see. <laughs> Har- see what is that? Um, uh, Yale. It's Yale between 51st and 61st there in Towson. And she calls, emails me and says, hey, can I put a smart meter guard on? I said, look, you really just need to call and talk to me a minute. So she calls, and I told her what was happening. She said, you need to come immediately. So I got in the car, went down there. Let me let me uh, take a drink a minute. Uh, so I so I read the outside. It wasn't bad. It was maybe fifteen, uh, which is not bad. I mean, compared compared to my house at two thousand, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we went in, and the first thing we checked was her. Toyota, four-wheel drive, something, something, fancy kind of vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. It's transmitting every few seconds because it's got Bluetooth in it. And most people, whether they know it or not, it's on or not, it's, it, unless you turn physically turn it off, yeah. it's transmitting while you're driving. Uh, yeah. Okay, I rented a car recently that I had to go down to Arkansas. A lady bought a meter, and I took, went down there for the day and taught her how to use it. I, that was the condition I bought the car, no transmitting radiation. Right. So we went out, first got there, got in it, and it's transmitting. So we figured out how to turn it off. Okay. So I went in and said, okay, we'll take it. Went out to start it again, had my meter on, it came right back on. Huh. So, so every time I turned the car off and started on, again, I had to go turn it off every time. Wow. And and one time that, that night I had a job, so I just took it. I was on the way home, and I forgot to turn it off because it was my just you know, first time to start using it. Yeah. And I got so sick in such a short amount of time, wow. I knew exactly what it was doing wow. because I'm used to now what's happening. Okay, so, so anyhow, um, back to Dina. Uh, we went in, 
And people think, hey, man, they're microwaves. It's okay. It's safe, right? Oh, no. Got that little screen on the thing mm-hmm. and everything on yeah, the front. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I can take usually any microwave and go 50, 100 feet away inside, outside the house, whatever, go out in the backyard. It's transmitting that far out bad. Even when it's off, even when it's not cooking? Oh, no, cooking. it has to be turned on. Oh, when it's cooking, okay. When it's cooking. Mm-hmm. But most people don't realize how far, how much wow. damage those things are doing. Wow. I mean, I've got a lot of YouTubes up. You can, you can kind of watch them uh, and see that. So then we were doing some other things, looking around. Come to find out, her smart meter was like 8 or 10 feet from her head. Her, it was, her bedroom was on the southeast corner of the house. They're smaller homes, uh, older homes. Um, and so that meter was 10 feet from her head. And then her neighbor's meter to her south was like 15 feet from her head. It was on the side of the garage. So as she got sicker and sicker and sicker, what'd she do? She went back to bed. Oh, God. So and her head's her between meter. two meters. Yeah. So that was double the, double the you know, taking her down. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I came and showed her exactly what was happening, and she was just stunned because she never heard of any of this. Yeah. Okay, so we got her off into another safer bedroom, and then she finally just got out of the house altogether. You know, but but I'm saying she spent all that money. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you stories like that because I've been to a lot of places. Um, you know, I was I was at a house where they live up on a hill. It's um, north of Holland Hall, which is kind of a you know expensive school for people to send their kids. But but this house is up the hill from the school. I mean, there's a lot of houses up there. You look down and see the cell towers. <laughs> wow. See? Mm-hmm. And, and so their houses are being creamed. They don't even know it. And and your neighbors can have deck phones or Wi-Fi. Or, you know, um, there's um, – so I was at this one house in that Arkansas when I went down there, and we walked around it, and I said, whatever was in this room, I've not heard it before. But I said, it's bad. I knew that. And so we went inside the house, and it was their living room where their TV was. And so I went over there, and I was checking it, and it was somewhere around the TV. I said, you got a flashlight? And that's why I get so sick, because I'm being exposed by all this stuff. Yeah. And that's why i got to wear a suit. See, I've got to wear protective clothing. Uh, so I got a flashlight, and I looked behind the TV, and it was a, I think it was called a power bar. Yeah. And it's and it's powering the two speakers um, wirelessly. And the thing was so bad. I'm telling you, it was so bad. I've never seen one before. Um, but everybody's in there watching TV getting creamed by this thing. And then they have these speakers that are wireless speakers, and they position them around the house. Uh, I just ran into those the other day. I never knew they existed even. Uh, and, and this lady's one house, she was, we were in there turning everything off. And uh, on the way out the door, she was telling me she has an artificial knee. And I said, isn't that get hot? She says, it does. And I've been asking my doctor why. Well, I was doing a house. Uh, it was over the garage bedroom. 
and I was walking around the upstairs checking this house, and when I got to the golf clubs, it just went bananas. Because metal is an antenna to this stuff, this wireless radiation. Yeah. And it picks up on it. Hmm. And so it, her knee gets hot. She's been asking her doctor why her knee gets hot. Wow. Okay? Yeah. And then another lady that is up on the second story living there, you can look out her window and see the cell tower right across the way in the trees. Yeah. And so I was trying to help her understand all this. And she, she had a pair of uh, military-type pants that had a pocket down by her knee, so she'd slip her cell phone by her knee. Oh, my. I said, um, is your knee giving you any trouble lately? She said, you know, it really has. But the last three days when I didn't carry the cell phone, it went away. Wow. This <laughs> so, is the, well, this is, my, my son is having a lot of back problems, and he constantly uses a Bluetooth, and I'm going to warn him. Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't, listen, you don't want any wireless. I'm sorry. Right. Do you understand? Have, do you? Have, <laughs> no, I'm hearing, we're hearing you. Okay, but do you, but, but, I mean, okay, here's Jerry Flynn, right? Hmm? Oh, I need, I need to read you this one little thing about these guys that are working on the cell tower. You get a thing out of that. Let me just, you know, there's this guy, Jerry Flynn, 26 years, microwave radiation warfare expert, right? Yeah. So I, I think he knows a little bit about radiation. Yeah, sounds like it. And and I asked Scott Pruitt, the Attorney General, at a meeting in Bigsby one time. I said, um, Attorney General Pruitt, who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust the utilities? Or are you going to trust the military men that do microwave radiation for warfare? Right. The military guys, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't they listen to the military guys? Because, like, AEP PSO did an article in the Tulsa World, I think it was December 7th, 2013, and they said, none of this radiation hurts humans. Who said that? The electric utility here, AEP PSO. (laughs) Well, money. It's all about money, I think. Well, but but that's that's what I'm trying to tell you, and that's... That's who gets the press coverage, and that's what they say in the newspapers. Yeah. And and I and I said this before the administrative law judge yeah. um, about all this stuff. But I just I want to read it to you. I'm trying to pull it up real quick for you. I'm sorry I didn't have it. I gave it to the guys I was with today. I had it printed. I got so many. I just can't keep it. If it wasn't for the computer, I'd be definitely <laughs> gone. But yeah. you know, I carry. I, I, well, I'm looking, I have to, uh, here it is right here. Uh, I wear a suit now. The suit is, um, you know, like I, I paid $1,700 for a cell tower climbing suit, right? Yeah. $1,700. I got it. It was only 20 DVD protection. And, and the way I explain that to people is it's like uh, having bricks, um, two, two, two side-by-side in a wall built two side-by-side with bricks. It will help. It will help, yes, because what? It's absorbing radiation, right, energy, Yeah. while it's deteriorating the wall because it's creating micro-earthquakes in that material. Hmm. So it's destroying that brick wall. You have to understand that. Now, my suit is a 50 DBD suit, so that's five bricks wide, as you build it up. 
So that's a lot more protection, five bricks, than three than two bricks, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read this to you. This is Jerry Flynn's document, March 25, 2016. It's called Imprisoning Children, Teachers, in Microwave Classrooms is a, a Crime Beyond Belief. Okay, and so this is on the first page. It says, renowned scientists such as Dr. Neil Cherry, Dr. Sam Milham, he wrote a book called Dirty Electricity, Dr. Robert O. Becker, um, he said, I think it was a body electric, and others have long said that then the word any, A-N-Y, is capitalized and bolded, okay? Any man-made radio frequency radiation, no matter how weak the signal, is hazardous to humans in all forms of life, especially pulsed microwave radiation. Microwave ovens cook, burn food, and heat or boil liquids on the microwave frequency of 2.4 gigahertz, while microwave ovens emit very high-powered radiation, they do so for relatively short periods of time before they shut off. Um, the form of radiation emitted by microwave ovens is continuous wave, which is less harmful to humans and the living things than is Wi-Fi routers pulsed radiation. So he's telling you smart meters cook better than microwaves. Huh. <laughs> okay, now this is a military guy. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, so, I mean, I think he would know what he's saying. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, well, they do, but but that's what I'm saying, and that's the insanity of all this, because these people are, do you, I mean, you know, remember, well, you know, um, you know, you know, Flo, Florice Fresh. Uh-huh. Right. She she does my cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, bless her heart, she really does a great job. We'll, we'll we'll kind of game plan and talk about it, and then she'll create them, and then we might do a little changes or something. But she does a wonderful job. Um, we did a cartoon, or she did. You know, had we had the idea. And what it was is we have a military battle scene, um, and the radiation is radiating the troops, and it's killing the troops, right? Yeah. And that's 900, 900 megahertz to 5.5 gigahertz, okay? Yeah. But then we have a, she has a line through the picture, and the lower side has all the consumer devices, cell towers, smart meters, deck phones, Wi-Fi. Do you understand those are the exact same frequencies they used in the Cold War? Wow. So this is weaponized microwave yeah. radiation being used on the public. Wow. You know what I'm saying here? I'm I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know the difference between microwaves and all the other frequencies. So I'm I'm not sure how they're using it. Well, they're all they're all microwaves, no matter the frequency. Huh? Okay. Okay. They're all the same. Microwaves are, you can go from like the Schumann frequencies are from the Earth, right? Right. Right. Between the, what is it, the, the ionosphere and the Earth. There's like a 200,000 volt difference, and that's the lightning that creates the Schumann frequency of 7.83 hertz. Um, and um, that wave, is my understanding, is really a, a long, long, long wave. 10 gigahertz, if, if I'm not if I'm not wrong, is like an inch and a quarter long. You see what I'm saying? 
So the higher the frequency, and see, you know, what's his name? Tom Wheeler's going to go to 5G, and that's going from 24-something gigahertz to like 90-some, 6 gigahertz. That's what they call millimeter wave radiation. Very small. Very. And that's going to burn our skin and especially our eyes. And that's one of the problems with all, all this radiation. It does, and it can end up blinding us. Well, that's what it attacks first. Eyes, ovaries, uh, prostate, those are the things with low blood flow. Well, we do need to get this away from us. But tell me how you're going to block your eyes. Well, they do. Less EMF does have some glasses. It has a metal mesh. Um, you don't see really very well through them, but at least they kind of protect Protect from direct. They, well, they have something, but I agree. You can't run around with this. We right. can't see. Well, that's, you know? but that's that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. but that's where you know people. It's the way, okay, so so I took the cell tower suit back for 1700, and I I knew this other lady that I was helping. She knew this guy in the UK. Um, he designed me this suit that I now have, and he built it. The the five um, DBD suit or 50 DBD suit. I'm sorry um, that I use now. So I have socks, I have the coveralls, I have gloves, I have what they call a sonade that covers your head, and your face sticks out, and so you can put on what they call a head net that's pure silver. Right. right. And you have I have a, like a, a cap, baseball cap. It's, it's black or they have tan or whatever. And it's a 50 dB. With, and the bill, the bill is 50 dBD also. It's not just the cap part. It's the, the bill. So, I mean, um, I couldn't, when I used to go out of my house and was not protected, I could last two hours. And I'd have to weave my way into the house if I could get back in. Uh, I couldn't, I didn't know who I was or where I was, sick to my stomach. Um and I'd climb in my cage for the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, now I waited this spring when I got my new suit. Um, I told my wife I wasn't going out anymore yeah. until I got it, and the grass was getting really high. Well, I live on two and a half acres, mind you. Yeah. And lots of yard work. You know, I mean, I usually go through, I don't know, 10 tanks of weed eater gas to weed eat this place uh, when I mow. Yeah. And so... I went out there for almost 12 hours that first day because I was protected Yeah. for the first time. So when we get unusually fatigued, and that certainly happens, we're probably getting hit pretty hard. That's right. But that's why you need a meter. See, people yeah. don't understand how bad it is. We've all been immersed in so much radiation, and we don't even know it. And so... Like, there was a fella, I think you guys know him, um, Mr. Mendez, he's down in Mission, Texas. Right, right. Yeah. Well, they, were, he wanted to, they wanted to go to court, and we were worried that, you know, he couldn't get a suit in time. And so um, they were going to force him to go into the courtroom. And I think he's, 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 he has to maybe be in a wheelchair sometimes because of what it's done to him. Um, and I was really worried about him. So I just packed up my suit and sent it to him. Oh, good. And... He, it was too hot for him, I think, uh, during that time, and he, we found out he could go by telephone so he didn't have to go to court. But he got to wear the suit um, sometime in that period, 
and he said it was like magical. Um, wow, really? Yeah, and and so, so see, people are having. Um, there was like Dr. George Kendall and his wife. They live in Jay, Oklahoma, east of me, maybe two, two or three hours. And he called me one day. Uh, he's a retired vet. Lives in the most beautiful home, and has the most big metal building garage. And any metal building is point one, which is very, very safe as long as you don't have any wireless in it or too many windows. And so he was burning all the time. And and so I, I automatically jumped in my car and drove over there. And um, I, I carry usually a four-foot by 100-foot roll of aluminum screen wire. And so I cut a, a strip of it. We sat him in the kitchen chair, kind of stood it up, rolled it around him, and then cut it and put a top on it. It the burning stopped immediately. Wow. And see, in the country, not only did, did he have the smart meter, but the smart meter was say 30 feet off his house, which was coming into his bedroom because I measured it. But they have in the country 5.5 gigahertz being blasted at everybody, whether you want it or not, for wireless internet. But see, people don't know that, and that's what was burning them. Well, I don't think none of us should use Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, you know, let me tell you this. This one uh, we had an AT and T, YouTube. Uh, we had this. There's a there's a couple about our age we know, and they had some dogs, and they're all sick. And I said, let me come over and read it. And the first time we went over, they were using Cox. Cox is wireless bunch over here, and. They they bundle everything, you know, and they got all this wireless, and they were burning these people up. Mm-hmm. So they we got it all turned off and got them safe. Well, I didn't know that they went to AT and T, so we had to start all over again because they were hurting again and the dogs were sick. So we went back over there. She had an AT and T Uverse sitting right next to her computer, um, and it was wireless. I mean, she had it wired. And but she couldn't turn off the wireless mode, and she didn't know because she didn't have a meter. So we called the the company, and they sent out a check. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the guy, you know, and he comes in with with, <laughs> with all this wireless stuff. I mean, he just had cell phones, this and all this kind of stuff. And I said, you know, you're gonna have to set all that stuff outside because you know that hurts us. He said, okay. So I mean, he 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 was gracious enough, and he set it all out there. And I said, well, here, this, this, you know, U-verse thing, we want the wireless mode turned off. He says, how do you know it's coming from that? I showed, because he didn't know anything about my meter. And I said, because I'm telling you it is. And he says, well, and so I reached behind it and jerked the electric power off of it and stopped immediately. Right? Uh-huh. And, and so he said, you just blew the thing up. It's going to burn all, you just ruined it. I said, no. I said, I do this all the time. Let me plug it back in. I'll come right back up. Which it did. So then he calls in and tries to figure all this out. They were able, after he talked to the office, to turn off the wireless mode, and, and they had an Ethernet. They had it wired, so it worked. But they had to turn off the wireless mode. Right. Okay? But, yeah. But, see, they didn't know how to do that. Yeah. And the crazy thing was this guy said, if you want to, I just have to call and turn it back on. Yeah. From a phone call. And you oh. wouldn't even know it was back on. Yeah. Or your computer, a laptop or whatever. Um, well, I'll give you an instance. I have an Apple laptop. 
and I would do my soil fertility um, gardening, um, what do you call it, PowerPoints with that. Well, my daughter put on a Windows, um, you know, program. Uh-huh. Well, the Apple program didn't uh, radiate me, but the Windows did. Huh. Okay. Huh. So I had to go to this guy that's a friend of mine that has Windows 7, uh-huh. and we had to go into the control panel and do a few things, but it took a little while to figure out what we had to do to stop the um, pulsing every minute. But see, you wouldn't know that if you didn't have a meter. So, okay, so our Apple computers are not hurting this as much as Windows? No, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying everything, the only way you're going to know is have a meter so you can see what's happening. I have a tri-field meter and I do test things. Okay, good. But but and and I and when I when I put it up to the screen, yeah, it does go up. And I use I don't use Wi-Fi. I use you know I hardwire it to the Ethernet. So so wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So your tri-field is pulsing every minute? No, no, it just slams. No, the, the uh, needle just moves high. I mean, it just goes. That, up but uh, what mode are you in? Are you in microwaves or magnetic? Um. I don't know. I think I'm an electromagnetic. I'm in the electromagnetic when I do that. Well, that's true if it's in magnetics, because any time that meter goes up to a magnetic source, it will read high. Yes. Yeah. 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 It also reads my my. It also reads very high on my um, microwave oven when it's not working, when I don't have it moving. Well, I, yeah, I it's got a. It's got wires and energy source. You can yeah. take those meters that have magnetics, and you can go from the plug in the wall yeah. up the wall and trace the wire. Oh, okay. What, what, okay. And, and here's another thing about the magnetic thing yeah. that I was telling you about. Let me just share this with you. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm on the phone, yeah. there's like a flutter of wings. I'm sorry, what? There's a flutter of wings. It sounds like a bird is yeah. fluttering. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the time, just once in a while, and I yeah. just heard it. Yeah. So we may be, you know, being listened to, which I'm, oh, of course. I'm sure we are. I'm sure we are. Yeah, but, but what I was going to say was we mm-hmm. um, have a 70s house, and the um, we have a GE oven, has a top oven and a bottom oven. Mm-hmm. And we have a small kitchen, and um, we got all these meters and lo and behold, we're out in that kitchen, and my wife's obviously more out there than I am. Mm-hmm. And 10 to 12 feet away from that oven, there there was a clock on the oven, was a magnetic field that was very dangerous. Huh. We didn't know it. And so since I had some background in electronics, I took it all apart, and I found the transformer. And I said, you know, if I cut this wire, it should stop the clock which would stop the radiation. Right. So I called an appliance guy out, a friend of mine, and I told him the deal. He said, let's do it. Cut the wire, stop the radiation. We never used the clock anyhow yeah. to do anything on the stove. And that stopped it. Huh. That's interesting. That's well, see, very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, there's people that have those digital clocks at the head of their bed. Right. Some of those can be really bad. Yeah, yeah. I have a digital clock, but it's way on the other side of the room. Right. There you are. Well, you can check it with your tri-field. Yeah, 
And it does go up. It does register, definitely. Yes. So you want to be sleeping like you don't want your head next to your plugs. You want to put your head out in the middle of the room on your bed, you know, right? Okay. You don't want to be against any of the wiring. You want to keep your head away. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. Um, Like, say, you plug a light Mm -hmm. in your wall plug. Yeah. And then go throw the breakers. And I don't know how you can maybe, where's your breaker? Get a flashlight. Out in the garage, isn't it? It's on the other. It's on the outside of the garage. Yeah. Well, your breaker box. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have to have somebody there to tell you when the breakers go off in your room, unless you throw the whole house breaker. They're all. They're all um, named. Okay. Yeah. Well, throw then throw your your lights and your plugs. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, do you have a, well a security system? Yes. Well, and it's wireless. But I unplugged the one in my bedroom. I, I don't. I don't sleep with it on. I unplugged that one at night. Okay. Well, but are you picking up anything wireless? Say, let's say you put your tri field on a pillow and put it on your bed. Are you picking up any microwave radiation? No. I. But I do pick up um, electromagnetic fields along one wall that 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 is between myself and my dining room or my bedroom and my dining room, and it goes up to fifty-seven milligauss. Um, of, of electromagnetic field. So uh, you want to stay away from that wall as far as yes. you can. That's dangerous, and I don't know where it's coming from. And I think I need. I, what I'm thinking is, I, I was wondering if, because I'm not sure it's coming. I'm, I, who knows where it started? I think it's coming from some. It doesn't make sense. The rest of the house does not is not like that, but that wall is. Doesn't make sense. I got a few. In fact, I'd like to call you and talk to you about that. Okay. Right. Well. Yeah. What what you ought to be able to try to do is uh-huh. wherever your security system is plugged in, yeah, is maybe keep that breaker on and get all the others off. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have two dogs. <laughs> I'm safe at night. You I don't have, worry about that. You have two dogs. Yeah. What does that have to do with the electricity? They're my security at night. I don't care about the security system at night. Well, then you could throw the breakers off totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. In fact, I think all of us who can, who have that capacity, really should do that for ourselves. No, absolutely. Well, that, yeah. it's, it's like there's this guy, Jack O'Dwyer, I met. He's a public relations guy. You need to pull him up on the Internet. Okay. He's in New York. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, we met through a funny occurrence. He wrote an article uh, about mm-hmm. California or something, mm-hmm. and, I, and I thought it was like he just it just happened, you know. Yeah. So I did a report on it, and when I and it was I was in a hurry, and I didn't look for the date. I went back and looked for the date, and I couldn't find it. And yeah. then I finally realized that it was five years ago. And so I called Jack, and I said, Jack, what's the deal? I said, you know, uh, he said, well, I took the word today out. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, you know, if you didn't know. Yeah. And and so we became friends. Um, and I've been working with him, and, and he's done such a great job trying to help people with all this. Uh, he lives on the 21st floor of an apartment building in New York. The reading in his um, living area is 19,000 microwatts. Pretty high, isn't it? My goodness. That's really bad. Yeah. I said, Jack, you need to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And And I really, those people, they're putting those, uh, cell tower panels in, uh, what do you call it, elevator shafts. Yeah. Putting them on the sides of buildings. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, this is just insanity. 
in, in, in elevators where, of course, you're going to stand right near them. That's yeah. crazy. But, but, but see, that's, that's what I'm saying. Everything, uh, and, and you know, you know about the plastic head, right? Yeah, I've heard about that, but can I ask you one thing? Sure. If I've got a repeater, they're putting a cell phone in a mile or a cell tower in a mile away from me, or a little over a mile. But there's there has been a repeater, I guess, which is something I'm understand. But if I'm right, it allows the the um, frequencies to I don't know what it does. Anyway, there's a repeater down about a about a two lots from me, and I'm wondering if that creates a lot of electromagnet or whatever. If that creates a lot of radiation. I guess I'm sorry I'm not familiar with that. Okay, good. That's don't be sorry. Uh, I'm just wondering. Matter of I'm, fact, I'm, I'm sure when you open the phone lines back up, yeah. I'll probably correct all my inaccuracies. <laughs> no. um, and I'm sorry for all those things. And, no, uh, you're, uh, you're saying more than most of us know. Well, but, yeah, but there's probably some error in all of that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I, you know, there's no certified lab you can go to that I know of that helps teach you all the Exactly. Stuff that's, that's going on. There are some places out there like the bio, bio biology people. Yeah. And they're and they're doing a really good job. Um, good. I just I just haven't been to that class. Can we? Can is there? Is there? Do you know? I'm I'm just trying to figure out where we can go. Well, I guess we were going to rely on experts like you, Joe, because we don't know where to go really. We we most of us research our you know, we research a lot trying to piece these things together. Well, you know, like Shelly, yeah. you know, I've, I've been on with her a couple of times, and, and I told her in the past, I said, you know, if we can find a couple um, targeted individuals here in Oklahoma, I might be able to work with them to understand their situation. Yeah. I'm a hands-on person, and so I have to work with things to see it. Um, yeah. And. And 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 I I'm not saying that's not the case. I know it is because there's other there's I've talked I've been on, on your show. I've been on there several other times with some very intelligent people. Mm-hmm. And and there's no question that's what's happening. But I just wonder uh, how much of it, if that's the case, that there's so much out there right now, and people are so being affected by all this that um, the first thing I want to do is protect my family. Yes. Um, and protect myself. If if I wasn't right now uh, protecting myself like I am, right, I, I'd be have to be live out in the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pro- probably with no power or anything, because I'm getting worse. Oh. Um, Let me ask you something. Um, James James Lyco, you know James. You've heard of James, right? He's an electrical engineer, and he's been he worked for. Oh, I'm, I can't remember the name of the company right now, but anyway, he's very informed. Um, let me unmute him so he can ask you some yes, questions, yes, okay? Yes, that's, that's a okay, great James. idea. Okay, I'm unmute. There you go, James. Hi. Um, Hi. How are you? Okay, hey, how are good, you? Good to hear you. Thank you. Oh, great. I didn't really have a question. I just, oh. um, I just, just checking in. I wanted to say, oh. say hello. Hi. Actually, what I did was mute the room until until um, Joe was through talking to us, and then I was going to open it up for yeah, comments. Yeah, that's fine. Is that okay, Joe? Are yeah. you? Do you want? Do you? Do you need any more time? You shared a lot no, of no, information. No, no, no. They got. They. I think they've got the kind of thumbnail sketch. But, but yeah. where I'm at right now is protection, 
is, is you know, for people, I try to go in and help them. Right. Um, and it's more with the microwaves than it is the magnetics. And right. I don't, I mean, I don't have that um, ability to to go in and, I mean, and do like, you know, a, a big analysis. Yeah, but you um, sure do no more than we do. And would you mind giving your phone number out again? I think you're going to, I think people, do you mind if people call you? No, no, that's fine. Uh, it's 918. Let me put in the, in the chat room. Okay, 918. 274. Well, I have this number, 274. 8111. One, that's, that's a corded landline. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case they wondered. <laughs> well, no, listen, I'm a recovering uh, cellaholic. Um, you know, when I first got in this like four years ago, people started calling, and it was getting crazy, and I was over 2,000 yeah. minutes a month. Yeah. And, and my wife was going crazy. Yeah. She said, honey, you got to stop this. Yeah. And so she got me this um, free long-distance landline oh. deal. I mean, we we have always had a landline, but um, we went back, and, and I'm down to less than 70 minutes a month now. What does that mean? Well, well, yeah. how many, how many, how much you're on your phone? Seventy minutes. Oh, easily more than that. I used to be over two thousand. Yeah. And so now it's, it's less than seventy minutes a month, which is nothing. Well, then we get to call you. We're on the, on the landline. Yeah. Well, but you know, there's a guy named um, uh, Jimmy Gonzalez. He's got a YouTube up. Um, and Pembroke Pines, Florida attorney, mm-hmm. um, he spoke, I think, eight minutes before the city council there. Yeah. And um, he's an ex-Marine, um, 42 years old, heavy cell phone user. He holds up his right hand, and he says, you know, you can't see this right here, but I held the um, cell phone in my right hand. I put it, um, no, left hand, I'm sorry, left hand. He put it in his left jacket pocket when he was walking around and held it to his left ear. So he holds up his hand and says, you can't see it, but there's a scar in my left hand where I had cancer cut out of my hand. Yeah. There's, uh, I had cancer cut off my uh, left bifurcation um, aorta from where I held the wow. cell phone in my jacket. Wow. He had cancer glioma cut out of his head yeah. and his left wow. ear. Wow. And he's dead. He's dead at 42. You know that there there was a gentleman that um, filed a lawsuit. This is in Israel, but still, um, he filed a lawsuit against the cell phone company because he got cancer in his ear, and his they he was awarded four hundred thousand dollars for what the cell company had done. You know, with from getting the cancer from the from the cell phone. Right. Uh, well. Yeah. You know, there's. Um, I mean, it's happening. You, you are... know about the the national mm-hmm. the twenty what is it twenty five twenty eight million dollar government national toxicology study that just came out here a month or so ago. No, I haven't read it. Well, you need to look that up because okay. they use cell phones a nine hundred megahertz frequency. Yeah. Radiate like I think it was seven thousand rats was their the, uh, the number of rats they used, yeah. and it caused cancer. That just came out. Well, you know, and, you know, yeah, we know this, don't we? And and it was interesting because you understand when you look at the radiation spectrum mm-hmm. that there's the ionizing radiation, that's like X-rays and all those kind of things that knocks an electron off. Right. And then there's the visible light type spectrum. And then there's on the left of that is the non-ionizing ionizing 
uh, I mean, the, I'm sorry, the non-ionizing radiation on the left, then yeah. they break that into thermal and non-thermal. Well, they always said the thermal was the thing to worry about, yeah. but the rats, they were very particular and not raised the body temperatures of those rats. So they were abiding and not going. They, so they so they couldn't be said that they um, were, you know, they went over that thermal threshold. And so it was the first time for the in these studies that it came public that non-ionizing, non-thermal radiation caused cancer. And and so that everybody went ballistic, even in the American Cancer Society said, "Well, well, how can that be? You know that 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 that, that caused cancer." But everybody was trying to tell. We've been trying to tell everybody that yeah. Yeah. the same frequency as smart meters, nine hundred megahertz. Wow! And we're floating in that, and we're floating in those frequencies. It's just all yeah, around. It's got, there's a there's a mesh grid network, fourteen thousand to one hundred ninety thousand times a day, and there's a sea of this radiation out there yeah. now. And so that's what I'm trying to tell the public. It, you don't know how bad it is. I've got the meter. That meter's burned into my brain. I don't need it anymore because I can go places and I hear it already. I bet, I bet you can feel it, too. Well, I am now, yeah. Remember I said the place on my hip and my nose? Right, you know? right. And, and so I've become a person, you know, was it Cinderella had to stay in the attic? Was that right? <laughs> Nobody, I don't know. Well, she was... They they yeah. didn't you know the remember the yeah I think the movie stepmother yeah yeah because they didn't want her around she had to do you know all these terrible chores and stuff right well I feel like I, I I'm like the stepchild in the attic yeah. people don't want to be around you they don't want to talk to you yeah what I'm saying what do you mean when you're talking about this stuff you mean no no I mean I my I my that's what my life is now yeah and so they don't people don't want to be around you. You see what I'm saying? I'm not sure. Well, it's just I remind them of what's happening. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I, yeah. You know what it, I'm saying? It brings them, yeah. It scares them. Yeah. Probably. Well, so yeah. I wear my I wear my uh, uh, coveralls, you yeah. know, that I wear. Yeah. And I have a you know the workman's vest you see on the highway, those yellow yeah. and orange vests. Yeah, I saw it on your yeah. Yeah. So you saw the picture. You saw uh-huh. my yellow vest. Right. And on the back is embroidered the um, international symbol for non-ionizing radiation. Right. And the international symbol for cancer. Yeah. Right? And it says, what? The Environmental um, Radiation Detection Service. And it's got my phone number. And so, you know, I go to the Brahms, the ice cream store, and the health food store wearing all that. Mm Mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, you know, people oh. <laughs> just and I've got this like sonata yeah. and the hat on. I don't, yeah. I don't put the head net on because it, yeah. you gotta kind of drive. But yeah. I mean, you know, I'm like a billboard. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. But I want to mention something. I just, I just unplugged the um, wireless camera in my room, and my dogs had an immediately happy reaction. That is so <laughs> weird. I don't know if I'm just making something out of nothing. No, but no, no. Remember, there was this lady in yeah. Midwest City. If I was telling you about her, Debbie, uh-huh. she had uh, she lived in that, my townhouse. I may have started that story and didn't finish it like normal, but um, she had so much radiation on uh-huh. her bed 
that, and I can't tell you how there's, I can tell you how many sources, and including Tinker Air Force radar. Um, yeah. And so she was never out of the radiation, never. Yeah. Yeah. And her blood pressure was up. Yeah, and, um, something but, else that happens. Yes. Huh? Blood pressure. My blood. When this started, when I started getting hit with this stuff, which was a long time ago, but the first thing that happened to me was my blood pressure went up. Yeah, that's one of the symptoms. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. um, so Debbie, when I went down there, um, I read it for her. It was really bad. It was one of the worst places I've ever seen. Yeah. So I went back a week later, and I built her a Faraday cage out of aluminum screen wire. And, like, her dog got in it, and it was like, it didn't want to come out. Oh, wow. You know? Yes. Yeah. Immediate. I mean, it's immediate. Well, they the, just well the animals know. Yeah, they sure do. I'm watching it. My God, I mean, this is this has been a a little gal that can. I mean, she. I thought she had really bad arthritis, and right now she's pretty chipper. And she, and you know, oh man, okay. I'm. But, uh, yeah. But I used to have severe sinus infections. Yeah. Oh man, I can't tell you how bad. Yeah. Remember my hands? I used to cover my hands at night and because my hands hurt so bad and my shoulders yeah. hurt so bad. And now none of that. I have none of that. Wow. Wow. None of it. Oh, boy. Shielding and, and, and turning off our, our breakers. Well, if, but if it's, well, it couldn't hurt uh, turning off the breakers. At least it won't flow quite as much to, I, I assume, I don't know. Right. Well, this this one lady's house, uh, I think I was telling you about, mm-hmm. had the cell phone next to her knee. Yeah. Uh, she was in the upstairs, mm-hmm. and I could protect her in her bed, but the trouble was when she got out of bed, she was back in it. Yeah. So that lady, we would protect her in her bed or try to protect the outside of the house. Right. But while she was up and around, she's going to have to start wearing protective clothing. Yeah. That's the only way to protect her or move out of that house. Okay, let me ask you something else. When you've got a, you know, a laptop, which probably weren't the wisest inventions, um, if you if you use a, a lead, a lead, um, I bought a lead protective thing to put my my um, laptop on, and I'm I'm thinking it's helping. Will that help? Well, lead lead's kind of dangerous uh, environmentally. I mean, yeah. You know, you need to either encase it in something. Yeah. And and if you're going to handle it, obviously, you know, obviously hand it with protective gloves, mm-hmm. and you know, don't let any um, children or any of that, you know, mm-hmm. lead. It's wrapped bad. in plastic. Huh? It's wrapped in a rubbery kind of plastic. Yeah, it's bad stuff, you know. So. Yeah. Well, that's why you know when you go to the hospital to get X-rays, they have that big apron they throw on you. Yeah. That's lead in there. Uh, and the dentist and all those things. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. Some of them do, some of them don't. Not the, I think the ones that are um, maybe not our friends. Don't you know, I went to a lawyer's office in downtown Tulsa, which Uh is uh, uh, west of the airport. Yeah. Um, And so I'm on a 20-story building, right? Uh Uh-huh. Guy says, here, come out here on my balcony. And I said, okay. Uh So I bring my meter, and what do I get? The radar from the airport. Wow. Wow. So all those buildings on the east side, because the airport's to the east, you know, it's creaming everybody. Wow. Wow. But see, if you don't have a meter, how would you know any of it? You don't know. There's no way you know. See, that's what's 
that's what's really weird about this because you try to tell people and they just kind of look at you like, you know, they don't know. And and so when you start showing them, I mean, right. then they start to see it. Can I just say something? Sure. Very sure. James? Go ahead. Yeah. It, it, to explain what Joe is explaining, I understand. You have to have a strong background in cellular biology and physics. And knowing whether it's electrical, magnetic, or RF radiation helps. And then, only then, can you ascertain to what degree it's affecting your body cells and the electron and the DNA scrambling it's doing. Like, just, I'm going to give a quick example, and then I'm going to just sit back. Halogen light outside the wall, okay, outside of um, an apartment building, had a crack in it. Halogen bulb, okay? I was getting 10,000 volts. No magnetic charge, no RF charge, but I was getting 10,000 volts free, you know, free-flowing electricity. The minute they grounded that conduit and replaced the bulb, it went down to like three volts. Oh, wow. So, you know, you really have to be aware of your surroundings. And um, it's very difficult to explain to people um, unless you have, yourself have a strong background in bio, cellular biology and physics. And, and I must commend you, Joe. You, um, you, uh, you really put your heart in it. You put your work into it. Well, I, uh, I appreciate I, that. I was into... I, 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 I was a researcher when I was younger, and then then I got into telecommunications technology. First, I was going to become a doctor, and then I went into tele. So I have a well. I understand this stuff, and yes, we are in. We are bathing in a sea of all different types of radioactivity. And I really don't see an end to it because the big money is going to keep it going. And no matter how much we scream and yell, it's not going to stop. So I myself have concentrated on uh, going after people who are actually weaponizing it and using it on people for their own personal gain. You know, some people do it just to, you know, raise awareness. Some people do it to bring it to light. I'm doing it to stop the criminals. So <laughs> we we all have a goal. Yes. Well, I appreciate that, um, and thank you. I mean, that's um, very important. And, 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 you know, like I was talking to these guys today, and we're living in a day where, like, there's this octopus, and, you know, it's coming kind of from the same source, but there's all these different tentacles like, you know, there's um, chemtrails and, and the, um, the GMOs. And, you know, you can go on and on with what's happening to all that stuff. 
and they were saying, well, where where do we start? What what's the most important? And I'm saying, well, I I don't know what to tell you is the most important, but I I do know you better learn about this radiation. The trouble is, mm-hmm. you, you, if you don't know it's there, how are you? I mean, it's like this guy carrying two cell phones in his chest left pocket. Yeah. You know, I mean, you better learn what, like James was saying, you better learn your environment. Um, and that's what I'm trying to help people understand. But, I mean, there's a lot of bad things out there, um, electrical-wise. But, I mean, I can see the difference that in my life that just, you know, getting the radiation off of you, I mean, that this stuff is like the, it puts its thumb on you and it pushes you through the floor. But as soon as you can get it stopped, if it hasn't caused too much damage, it, it, it gets better. I mean, like like I said, you know, as soon as I got it off of me, I had dramatic physiological changes. Um, huh. and, wow. and most people are, are suffering so hmm. from all this. My ears in my house, they ring almost to the point where you want to, do something uh, to stop yeah. it. I mean, you know, uh, but you go out in the country for two hours, and um, you know it goes away. Even with your shielding, you it ring, your ears ring. Yeah, you can't stop that. You, there's, I don't know of any way to shield ears, the ear stuff. Um, I, even in my cage, oh. they ring. Um, well, you, yeah, but you know, the the I don't know. The power went out here for like almost an entire night not too long ago, and during that power outage, I did not hear the ring. I did not hear have the tinnitus. Well, yeah, no, I I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it was like, um, remember I was telling you we were doing body voltages. Right. And yeah. we woke up one morning, and yeah. <laughs> there was no electricity in the neighborhood. I said, quick, get the body voltage meter. <laughs> yeah. and, and we jumped back in bed and, and we got hooked up, and it was great. I mean, the readings wow. were great. And then wow. all of a sudden, the power came back on. Yeah. Boom, yeah. 2,000. I mean. Wow. <laughs> you know. Hey, Joe. Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. This is James again, James yeah. Lico. I, uh, a long time ago, when I, when I first got targeted, probably before a year of it, I found that chemicals were causing the ringing in the ears. The chemicals oh. in conjunction, it has to be in conjunction with, with the uh, electric electromagnetic energy and it um so what i did was i i took aluminum foil and i because i felt things hitting my head i actually felt like mm-hmm. you know me too no go ahead and so i put the aluminum foil on my head and mm-hmm. and in various other places too now so uh what's happening is they're they're getting little pieces of chemicals on us by um i um, I, it's an off-the-shelf industrial process, I believe. Um, let's see, chemical vapor deposition. You can look it up. It, uh, um, it puts tiny, like, um, nano-sized particles of chemical. They use it to paint things like nano-coat things and, mm-hmm. uh, like, to make um, microprocessors. They can put a million transistors on a chip just by etching it all out on silicone you know, uh, it's very accurate, and um, and they use it to clean things too. But they get this; they get the yeah, chemicals maybe on the walls, and maybe anywhere in your house. 
yeah. they can make it fly from from there over to you and they get they get it on your head the, your scalp your ears uh they like to get it in your eyes groin stomach shoulders places where the blood vessels are close to the skin to the surface of the skin right and um and they use this to um make your skin electrically conductive for their purposes make it wow. you know in other words, make the chemtrails could be helping that. Um, I don't, I don't think so. This is stuff that they give the uh, the perps have it, and they put it where you're in your house, in various places where you sit, where you sleep. What and, you touch, uh, they, they do that to my light switches. Something, something under a black light glows a bright, sort of chartreuse color. Yes, that's another thing. It glows under a black light. Yes. And yeah. um, so if you if you take a piece of aluminum foil and you have like I I get my crotch itches terribly sometimes and I put a sheet of aluminum foil on you know in my on the front of me and my pants mm-hmm. or something and I will see little little holes if you hold it up to a light you can see holes in the aluminum foil really and yes it goes it's going pretty fast and it's going fast enough to go through aluminum foil. I mean, um, and I also have seen them move things slowly. So there's that. They can actually levitate things. But but these chemicals, they tend to, you know, just kind of give you a shower of it. Like they, they'll put it in your bathroom to give you a shower of it. Mm-hmm. So you take a shower, get it off, and then they'll put it right back on. Wow. So the thing to do is get it out of your house. You, it cleans right off the walls. If you have a black light, mm-hmm. Linda has one. You can see it from the walls. And, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's all I have to say. And I, if you go to my website, jameslico.com, I have an article on it that I wrote. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you, James. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. I do, too. Thanks, James. I have a quick question. Sure. Um, I didn't know if, or for any of uh, you know, you are the other uh, Joe, gentleman speaking, Joe. Um, just really quick, for those of us who aren't that technical, we're renting, you know, anything we can do to help ourselves, you know. Um, just wondering, I had heard through Grapevine, some things work. I just want to know your opinions on them or help. Um, I know I have a smart meter right outside my bedroom window in my apartment, so I'm sure I'm getting hit with God knows what. That's right. Um, anything like uh, either styrofoam, I've heard, or... Um, those metallic car covers. I wonder if I put those over my window, would that do anything for me at all? To help? Well, let me ask you first, do you have a meter? Pardon me? Do you have a meter? Well, there seems to be some kind of a smart, like there's my apartment no, no, window. No, no, no. Do you have a, a meter that you can read radiation with? Oh, no, I don't have one of those yet. But, I mean, I already know. I, 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 I Believe me, I, I know that I'm well, the reason Well, the reason I'm asking you that is you can try to stop it with whatever you have, um, aluminum screen wire. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's, they sell at Lowe's. They have, um, like, half-inch styrofoam with aluminum foil on the face. Mm-hmm. Um, when... What, when, um, remember I was telling you about, you know, if you got a smart meter on your house, it'd be better to pay to get it off your house some distance if you can do it. That's that's mm-hmm. the first thing you need to do. And, and if we can do that, 
and say we can only get it maybe 15 feet off the house, then we can take two-by-sixes and build a frame, and you go right. to, like, Lowe's, and they sell those, um, oh, there's sheets that they put on metal buildings, you know, that maybe 32 inches wide by 8 foot tall. And so we screw that. Uh, that that 2 by 6 is um, the, the width of it is perpendicular to the metal, and you screw that together. And then we fill that, that 2 by 6, which is about 5 and a half inches, with sheets of styrofoam uh, sheeting at the aluminum foil. Then we put a layer of aluminum screen wire, and then we put another sheet, another layer, and you can build up that five and a half inches with all these layers, and then we go out and, and stand that out there by that meter between you, that meter, and your house. And yeah, they're not going to allow that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I live in an apartment. They're not going to allow this kind of thing. So that's why I'm asking, is there anything I can do in my limited, you know, well, here? You, no, but, yeah, I'm trying to. You know, you have to kind of tell me the situation because I have to work with things to understand it. So I appreciate what you're saying. But there's nothing that you're going to stick on that wall. Not one thickness is going to stop it. But what I'm telling you is now that you mentioned it and you're in an apartment, yes. Um, what's, what's uh, I mean, is there um, a breaker box on that wall? Where the meter is? Um, you mean inside my house? Yes. No, it's on a different wall. Okay, so that 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 smart meter is just on the outside of the wall, and so what's on the inside of that wall? What what is that? Just a plain bare wall? Well, actually, the smart meter is very strange. Um, right outside my apartment, right outside my bedroom window, coincidentally, of course, me being targeted here, it is. Um, there's a fence, you know, that separates. Uh, apartment backyard, so to speak, with the with the neighbors on the other side of it. And, and the so smart there's a smart meter right, on either side right of the, the fence? fence? It's right on the fence, the smart meter. Okay. Okay, yeah. so let me, let me ask you this. So since you're in an apartment, let me ask you, so if you, if you bought um, some two-by-sixes that mm -hmm. are from the floor to the ceiling, I think that's what about whatever that is, eight feet or something. And you say did um, I don't know if I think those sheets you buy at the lumber company are four foot wide, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and say you stand that two by six up um, and fill that two by six space. You can put the metal sheeting on the one face and then fill it with alternating sheets of a, this styrofoam aluminum face and then aluminum screen wire. And so there will be multiple layers. And then okay. on, the, on the outside, on the inside of, it, of the 2 by 6 you know, on, say, where it's facing the wall, you have a piece of that sheet metal they use for metal buildings. And then on the back side, on the inside of the facing your inside room, there will be another sheet, and you just stand it up right there where the smart meter is on the outside. Mm. Yeah, so allow it. I mean, I, you know, I could do it on the inside of my house. I well, they can't, but they can't say you can't do that if it's on the inside, oh, right? Okay. Okay, so then, see, we're back to the meter thing again. If you had a meter that you could hold up 
on the bare wall and read that reading from that smart meter, and then you construct this shielding using like a tuba six. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, and I don't know this because I, I have to be there and I'd have to try it. And then we would check it with the meter again, and it should knock it down to almost nothing, but say that it didn't and say it was still coming through. Then you could take a two by eight, which is seven and a half inches, and then you could fill that void with alternating um, pieces of material, and then mm -hmm. it should stop it all together. Is what but I'm you're thinking. It has to be on the outside of the house, right? It cannot be on the inside. Why can't it be saying? on the inside? Oh, I'm at, that's what I'm asking. You're saying it can be on the inside. Okay, I wasn't well, sure. Well, you you just presented me with a different um, scenario that I'm used to. See, um, this guy, member uh, in Jay, Oklahoma, Dr. George Kendall, he had it on a pole 30 feet from his house, but it was still coming in his bedroom. So mm -hmm. he went out there, and we parked one of those old horse trailers where the metal was really thick. He filled the horse trailer with metal sheeting. or he didn't fill it. He put it along the wall. And, um, you know, he did several of those things, and he was able to stop the uh, – he, he put it between the smart meter and his bedroom, and he was able to stop the smart meter from coming through. So you can do it on the inside – if you if you want to construct that, it, it's not hard. All you have to do is get. You can go to the the lumber company. They can cut the widths of the material, like if measure from your floor to your ceiling, and then whatever the width of the metal sheeting is, is how wide you would make it. I mean, I think I think it's four feet is those styrofoam sheets. There's probably something on YouTube how to do shielding, you know, in your own house. There's probably something on there, right? How to follow along. Well, I've never, to... I've never seen anything. I'm sorry. Um, oh, there should be. There should be. <laughs> you can use there's that, that that black carbonized paint, okay? Yes. But you got to ground it now. Now I've never used it to paint it on a smart meter wall where the smart meter is, and so I can't tell you 100% if that works or not. I don't know. It also mm -hmm. depends how you angle your whatever metallic substances you're using, how you angle it, and the way the wave or whatever you're dealing with will bounce and reflect off of it. That helps a lot too, knowing okay. how to utilize that. But but who's who was that that just spoke, James? It's Joe. No, this is Joe. Okay, you Joe. Know, um, I dealt I dealt with a situation. Just so you me hear this out. Um, somebody was building a house, and I was watching how they were building the house. And first they put cobblestones as the first wall. Then they put like a metallic cement in, okay? Then they used what you were talking about, the four foot by ten feet sheets of aluminum. But you don't want to ground the aluminum. You want to keep it ungrounded as possible, okay? Then you put a thin layer of rubber, rubber sheeting, okay? Then if you'd like, you put another layer of aluminum. You know, as many as it takes, you keep, you take your readings as you're putting the sheets of aluminum. Right, Okay, yeah. 
Now, the last sheet you want to put, believe it or not, the last sheet is copper sheeting, and you want to ground. That's the only thing you want grounded is that copper sheeting on the inside of the last layer. Okay. Now, so you've got cobblestone. You have however many layers of uh, tin. I use one by 32nd inch. That seems to be quite effective. And and it will, not only that, it will reflect uh, ultraviolet light. So if somebody's trying to look through the wall, they won't be able to do that. But it will also absorb magnetic, RF, and just uh, free electric. Wow. All at the same time. Wow. Yeah, that works. That well, works. But, but see, you know, like you, you know, is, I'm glad you you said you had a meter to read it because that's the key to when you start doing this stuff. Unless you can read what you're doing, you don't have a clue. Oh, I have. I took. I take my equipment. I put it behind me at a certain distance, maybe where the bed will be, and I turn them all on. Yeah. I attenuate them where I want them, and then I begin working. And I, I know exactly. I mean, I know exactly to the inch when to stop. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. But a lot of it also now, if you see this, <laughs> there's a few ways you can do this. Now, if you have a straight wall in front of the house, that's nice. But you can have one like an inverted V, okay? Inverted V, like a V. And... It's wide on the outside, very narrow on the inside. And actually what will happen is it will reflect back at them. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the way to deal with them. And after their, after their equipment starts getting real hot, it starts popping and blowing, they're, they're really, they're, that's, that's good. You're good. I mean. I think you can do one. that. I think you can do that with mirrors too, because you reflect it back to them. Mirrors, or mirrors, depending upon what they're made of. They yeah. Good for UV light. If they're the older mirrors, I mean older right. meter uh, mirrors. Right. Before sixty-three. They have silver they on the have, back. They have right, and that yeah. now that will help with um, magnetic electromagnetic. But if you're dealing with the ones they sell now in ninety nine cent shop, right. uh, it, it can only reflect if they're trying to look through with uh, UV, you know, ultraviolet. But then there's other ways. There's other ways. You got infrared. You have. You could use frequencies to look through walls, like the ones they use for fracking, to go like thirty feet into the earth. Yeah. You know. So there's a lot of ways to see through. If you say, oh, you can't see through a wall, I can't, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, Hi, Zito, Joe. may I ask a question? Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, Hi Linda. Uh, Joe, you, you guys, you two are just doing great. This is just a, such a wonderful uh, conversation, I think, uh, and it, it's making everything so much simpler, you know, as it yeah. should be, you know. Let's, let's keep uh-huh. everything as simple as possible, uh, <laughs> uh, and, Joe, you're doing that. Uh, yes. uh, and Thank I think uh, I don't mean I mean Joe Esposito. <laughs> Which well, Joe? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Joe. 
No, uh, the other joke, eight. you know, I, I, I'm thinking that, that that that's kind of making things more difficult to understand. I'm sorry, Joe, uh, New York. But anyway, Joe, uh, uh, Oklahoma, uh, uh, you know, I, I had never thought of the, the uh, layered uh, uh, shielding. Um, uh, that is so clever. And if, um, you know, people can think, simply think of it like a, a layer cake. Yeah. And it's really, really simple. So so don't let the numbers of the, um, like the 2x6 or the 4x8, uh, uh, those of you who are adverse to numbers, uh, 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 make it sound uh, more difficult than it is. It's really, really pretty simple. As simple as just putting layer upon layer like a layer cake. Yeah. And so, Good. Joe, if you, you would walk, walk us or walk me through that again uh i i would appreciate it uh in in the order of uh whatever order you want you know like what goes next to the interior wall uh with the with the smart meter on the outside well i never thought of it until the lady just a few minutes ago said that you know she couldn't do it because she lives in an apartment she couldn't put any kind of shielding um outside well, then we can put the shielding on the inside, but you have to put enough of it. Like this, I think this other gentleman just said he puts his meters on the bed, and then he starts putting layers on, and then he can tell like what is enough, um, and that's a good way to do it, you know. Um, but like this was very good. I mean, you know, I never really um, thought about building that screen inside a house but obviously if you're in an apartment that's a great idea but but now I've been in apartments mm-hmm. where there was 13 smart meters two feet from this lady's bed and it, I guess you could block it Ugh. but I I mean it'd be an interesting feat to try to do but it might be getting expensive <laughs> but but right. you're, but uh, you're Joe, being... another thing, uh, Joe Esposito, uh, another thing that uh, she's, um, anybody that lives in an apartment is under, many people are under the um, the misassumption, oh, that's a word, that, you know, they are powerless uh, because they live in an apartment that they, they, they have no power to to demand that they have a, uh, a safer meter, that that uh, uh, wireless meter be replaced with an analog that is that is in, totally incorrect uh you know you we are all the rate payers we have the power uh, well uh, mm-hmm. anyway we we do <laughs> have uh the the right uh, to uh especially you know to be safe in our own homes uh uh but we also absolutely have the right to uh to demand uh, a safer meter we're paying for the electricity. Well, yeah. you know, the the utility here, um, it, now I may be wrong, but there's people that have, like, say, a, a person owns the house and the, and the person that rents the house, they won't, the utility won't talk with, it's got to be the owner. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's not the case here in California. And you know, if you really make a stink, you're, eventually you're going to win out. Well, that's great. Then that's what you need to do. 
Right. Well, the, okay, there's something else. This Take Back the Power um, video, Linda, that, you know, you you talked about and I found. Um, right, right. He, um, uh, he has a template letter that you can ask him for or go to his site. You can find it. You can copy it. And he he gives you the law. He gives you all the information you need to to contact your power company and say this is what I want. It's and why you want it. It's you know all the whys, wherefores, and this is what I want. And apparently, it's quite effective for a lot of people. That's right. Well, hey, That's listen for a second. I got a, I found a I found a website that has a meter for sale. It's an analog meter, yeah. the old kind, and thirty five dollars. And you can order it, and they'll send it to you. And you can put it on the way that uh, I've heard people are, are they're swapping them. You take the old one, you just pull it off. Well, you turn the power off first. And, and then <laughs> push it yeah. on, and there's, there's lugs it goes into. And you just put it on there. And, you know, if they take it, buy a couple of them and put another one on. But And there's also a, a letter. I think they say there's backup documentation letters to write to the to who, you know, the power company and tell them why that you're doing this and, and that you really have legal right to do it. But uh, that this effectively does it. So, um, huh. you know, I put the I put the link Thank in you. the chat room. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you okay, know, remember, remember, I remember I did that with a, cert, with a certified electrician and they pulled my power for 66 days. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not saying that it's going to, it's foolproof. It's just... It works. Well, they it works. Yeah. I mean, they all they're, they're going to do is turn right. the power off in a while. It's legal. Uh, you they, know, they Joe, have Joe, uh, okay. uh, Esposito, uh, uh, you know, there are, are <coughs> you know about the lady in Nap, Nap, Naperville, uh, Napierville? We, we talked about her. Right. They, they put a, a smart meter on her house against her will. She right. Got arrested. Uh, uh, she uh, sued the uh, the police for false arrest or right. arrest, and she was awarded one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. Right. By the, from the police, and they aren't going to be doing that again. No, but but you know here's here's the thing that's happening right now here in Oklahoma. You know, PSOs being the bully here, and you know, did I read you? Did I read you the letter? What they're wanting you to sign? Have I read that to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> just just a minute. He uh, wants you to agree to being <laughs> attacked by your Okay. This ear. this is this is AEP PSO, right? They're out of Ohio. And and so here's here's the second paragraph. It says customers hereby agree to release hold harmless and indemnify AEP PSO American Electric Power Company Incorporated and all their affiliated companies, and any of their officers, directors, employees, and agents from and against losses, liabilities, costs, expenses, suits, actions, and claims, including claims arising out of injuries to persons or damage to property caused by or in any way attributed to or related to the customer's request for a non-standard meter, the removal of the advanced meter, and or the subsequent installation of a non-standard meter. Now, would you sign that? Uh, no. I wouldn't. I'd never release anybody from liability. I uh. wouldn't either. I mean, what if they bring somebody in, the guy falls, and he sues you? Yeah. I mean, what yeah. what kind of what kind of 
I mean, these people, they were just supposed to put utility meters on your house to provide you with safe electricity. I mean, what what have we come to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what we do is we know our rights and we don't do things. We don't give them that kind of liberty. Well, that's know? where we're in the fight right here, right yeah. now. Yeah. That's what we're fighting. I had a question. I'm not sure, honestly, if this meter is ours or the lady on the other side of the fence. How do I find that out, number one? And number two, if it is hers and it's pointed like kind of sideways towards both houses, would I still have the right to remove it if it's pointed towards my house and causing me problems? Well, see, I'd I'd have to see a diagram. Remember, I'm the kind of guy that has to see pictures. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to understand the situation to advise you. But, I mean, how do you find out where that meter comes from? If you're in an apartment and there's a meter on your fence, how do you track that down to where, whose is it, and, you know, what it's, where it's, you know, whose it is? Is there anybody who would know how I would definitely find that out? That's your electric company. Yeah. Have them come out. Yeah, have them come out and identify it. Have them come out. Okay, that's a good idea. May I ask a question, Mr. Esposito? I'm in a little bit of a different situation. Everybody's talking about smart meters tonight. Mm -hmm. I have a huge magnetron in the apartment above me that is being used to kill me. What (laughs) what kind uh, of magnetron? Pardon? It's it's releasing uh, microwave um, energy that's, I mean, it's out of control. Uh, I pay rent for an apartment I don't live in. Right now, I'm sitting out quite a distance away in the hallway all night. I can't live. I can't be in my apartment with these guys operating these machines. Um, what is my defense against something like this? It's not a smart meter, but I'm getting zapped cont- continuously with microwave. This has been for about eight years now. So wait, wait. So when you say a magnetron, what are they doing up there? Oh, they have. Um, taken over uh, the apartment above me, and they use it at their will, and they do anything they want into my apartment. I mean, I'm getting, I'm get, I'm getting zapped with chemicals constantly. I'm getting zapped with everything you talked about tonight all at once. I have the whole thing coming into my apartment. And um, I don't know what my defense is against this magnetron baloney because it's not a smart meter type thing. It's It's constant. It's it's very different. Okay, um, now when when you're saying a magnetron, if if I remember, and, and these other gentlemen um, like will have to help me, like James and Joe, um, a magnetron is the same thing as in your microwave, if I'm not mistaken. It's a very big, heavy machine, and it can be moved to different places, and it's clunked on the floor because it's so heavy. And when I move, they move it. They're constantly after me with it, and it's through the through the ceiling through the walls and it's the attack is fierce okay well well let me ask you this if if it's a mic remember what i was trying to tell you if you're close to the source it's really hard to block it okay that's that's the first thing you have to remember and that's why you would need a meter to read huh you need to you need to read what we're you know what we're gonna suggest or something but um, I would build you a structure in your apartment to try to protect yourself from it. Out of uh, steel? 
Well, see that's see that's the thing. I don't know how strong the field is. That one's really bad. <laughs> not smart. Very one. damaging. Very harmful. All it does is measure. Mm-hmm. Measure that. So why don't you have that done? And see, my problem is I'm. Uh, visually impaired and I can't read meters and all this kind of thing. I'm pretty much on my own defending myself against all kinds of electronic warfare and they know this. They know that I have no defense when it comes to meters and reading this kind of thing. Well, see, the only thing I know to do is try to shield you or protect you inside your apartment, but unless you had a meter to read what we would do to try to shield you to see if we're being effective. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I understand. That's that's the thing. Um, we I can't just tell you to try something unless we know we're being effective. Like say 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 um, say you could, it, so you're renting the apartment. I'm in a senior independent living facility with 50 apartments, and they have access to two apartments. Mine and the one next door to me, because they've taken over the two apartments of, above each of these. Okay, so so see, so let's say we try to shield you. Um, um, I'm I'm assuming, you know, like you know, if you go like to Lowe's or somewhere like that, they have this metal sheeting, right? They put on metal buildings, mm-hmm. right? So let's say I'm just trying to get a scenario here. Um, so let's say you take a sheet of that material, and um, obviously you can't affix it. You can't affix it to the ceiling because you live in an apartment; it's not yours. Right. Um, but let's say you um, make a, a, a one by two frame, a metal wood frame, to hold that piece of metal, and then um, you know. Have some more one by twos, uh, say eight foot from the ceiling to the floor, and you can hold that metal up to the ceiling um, so that maybe you could block the radiation from coming down through the floor, right? I almost think it's better to do something to wear something on me because I can't see hardly doing so many things in an apartment like this. You know, there's inspections constantly. You can't touch anything. Really? Yeah. Well, the, well then maybe like... Government inspections. Well, then maybe then the shielding, like wearing like coverall, the uh, overalls like I do would be an answer. And how do you get those? Uh, you punch in the letter, small letters, E-M-F, mm-hmm. and then there's a hyphen, or a space, you know, a space bar thing, a little hyphen, mm-hmm. uh, shielding.com. EMFshielding.com, okay. Uh, and the guy is named Jeff Simmons. He's in the U.K. Okay. And, so and, you deal and, with the U.K. for this? Pardon me? You deal with the U.K. then? Yes. And, okay. And, and he can he can construct you uh, the suit. I mean, the the one I have is the first one ever. And so it was kind of like the prototype, um, but it's been it's been so incredibly successful for me. I mean, I'm I'm just tickled to death with the whole thing. I guess I shouldn't say to death. I just <laughs> I just tickled. Um, 
you know, it's um, it's been such a, a blessing, a help to me personally. It's just like today I went out with these guys to have lunch, um, and you know, I mean, I I'm I'm trying to um, create um, attention the way I do it, and and because I'm trying to teach people, I'm trying to help people, I'm trying to let them know something's wrong. Um, and so I was out in in the heavy a heavy environment of that radio. I could see the tower that hurts me where mm-hmm. I was eating, but yet I was able to survive it. See, because I was at a distance from it uh, with this protective clothing. I mean, you know, I got the socks, the gloves, um, and it's amazing the difference how you feel physiologically. Um, wow. Does it affect you? Do you have something to cover your face? Yes. There's, um, you know, you have like a sonade, they call it. It covers your head, um, and all that sticks out is your eyes and your mouth and your nose. You can pull it up tight against your nose, um, and then they have what they call a head net. It's I think it's 100% silver uh, netting, and, and I have a hat that's a 50 dB hat. And then I put the netting over the hat, which goes down to your neck, and that's a hundred percent protection. I mean, it's a shame we gotta go around in spacesuits because of these perps. But I'm thinking, I'm wondering, seeing as though they exist, and we have to do it, um, apparently, or it's it's wise to do it, or, or definitely to think about it. I'm wondering if at some point our firefighters could come into this, you know, to create technology. We shouldn't have to go to the UK for that. I would think they would help us. Well, no. I know they... <laughs> well, the well, the firefighters don't. I don't think understand what's happening. It's just like yeah. doctors. You know, yeah, bless their hearts, they haven't been yeah. trained in microwave sickness, and so it's just yeah. like this lady Dina I was talking about. She goes yeah. and spends eight thousand five hundred dollars for mm-hmm. surgical biopsies and mm-hmm. the blood tests and the antibiotics, and nobody helped her. Um, uh, I didn't be so sure that the fire department, all of them, don't know because but, honestly, some no, of them, I'm not saying some of them they have all the same know. technology. Yes. They know some of them, just like the police know some of them. So believe me, they know. I, I, I believe actually, there's they're they're among my perps sometimes, so that's why I mention them. But I know that they also have created stuff that has, like, I have trouble with temperature intolerance. They have created stuff that can keep you cool when you know when your body overheats. And vice versa, you know, to help people who have like severe temperature intolerance. Mine is only quote unquote mild. I'll only like pass out, but some people can actually drop dead. So I know that they do this. And, uh, you know, I would think that, you know, some of them have, would have the technology to know how to do this. Uh, you know, it's just a thought. I'm just throwing it out there. That's all. No, that's fine. Then, then you need to query, you know, is the word query, talk, talk to them and ask them. Um, and and find out. I I know uh, a couple firefighters, and they deal with uh, toxic chemicals and all that, you know. Um, but I mean, I'm not trying to um, say bad things about firefighters, but it, it's just been my experience that um, there's not many people that understand what's happening. Right. I'm sure it's very specific, you know, uh, departments within the fire, you know, uh, that do this kind of research or technology to help people. 
Right. Um, I don't know. It's just a thought. Yeah, they should be. Oh, that's fine. But they're not. Maybe they should be is what I'm saying. If we have all these problems here in this country, I mean, we need some help from our own municipalities. It, it, some of them are hurting us and some of them are bad. I know there's some of them that would want to help and are good. So those are the ones I think we need to hopefully, you know, find and reach out to, educate, like you said, and, you know, maybe get their help. You know? Well, that, that's what I was saying. You know, I was raised here in Oklahoma, and I'm I'm very disappointed in my state legislature because I've delivered, I think, not all of the papers, but I've, I've published 122 articles in this banner newspaper and delivered a lot of them to the state legislators personally. Um, I'm disappointed in the Oklahoma Corporation Commission, the three commissioners, the attorney general. Uh, the newspapers won't touch it. Um, in any way, um, most people in the public, because of ignorance, um, it's not they're stupid, they just haven't studied uh, what's happening, and they don't have a meter to read it. And even when you show them a meter um, and you show them the radiation, they don't necessarily understand what they're seeing because they don't have any background to understand it. Right. It's kind of a hard situation um, yeah. all the way some around. Some of them are probably playing dumb, too. I mean, some of them might know more than what you think they know, and they're just playing dumb, or they don't want extra work, one or the other. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah. know, they don't want to know, <laughs> yeah. because for them, that's going to be more work, and they're not going to get paid any extra well, for it. And, and you have to understand, if what we're telling them is true, Look at the ramifications in society that they're going to have to deal with to fix it. Yeah, sadly, there's perps within all these organizations, too, that don't care. It's just just like sabotaging everything, I'm sure. It's just like I'm on a radio show I was on tonight at 5 o'clock for an hour. Her name is Donna Bohannon in Memphis. They have a, um, you know, the, the Memphis city has their own utility there, and she is retired. Um, pediatric intensive care nurse, and she's got this radio show um, there. She has me on every now and then. And as she's been learning all this and in this fight, she has me come on. Well, the city councilors that put all this in place, I don't know how many there are, but Mm. they're all involved, and and some of them are even housing the meters, you know, in 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 their property, in their facilities, uh, there's one I think is the only one that's not involved in all this that's profiting from the meters. Oh yeah, and the perps—they all have to, the, you know, they have—they've been known to have stuff on their roof to protect them, and you know, all the perps that go and harm us, or a lot of them, they make sure to protect their house. We're putting stuff on their roofs from the drones and everything else, and um, and meanwhile they're hitting us, and it's just, you know, just. Well, there, there was you know, one. Uh, there was one article I read somewhere that um, there was a cell tower on a roof. So the apart or the guy that owned the apartment building uh, had to have a new roof. So they came in and put the aluminum, I mean, the copper wire mesh all over the roof to protect the residents from the cell tower. Okay. Well, what about all the people? around the cell tower that are getting blasted by the stupid thing. Exactly. I mean, where 
<laughs> Please, tell me. Um, I've heard a real tech. I'm so sorry to take your time. I just, no. you guys are so good at this, and I've been suffering so long. So I'm the girl in the apartment, and I'm just so so happy you're on tonight. I just have one quick question, and then I won't say another word. No, you can um, call, you can call and talk to me. You can call and talk to me if you want. That's fine. I'll I'll talk to you. Oh, I will. But I, I want to try to help the other targets too, because I know hopefully these answers will help them too. But my uh, thank you though. I would, and I probably will. But um, the big question I have is at one point I was, uh, you know, I've been forced to homelessness through this whole thing. Never in my life was I before. Uh, and I was in a safe parking situation. And, of course, the drones were over my head every night. And um, and I happened to notice one night, you know, they would, you know, tap into my signal. So the one little entertainment I have, I, you probably think it's terrible. I have a cell phone still, and I was trying to, you know, look at it, look at some movies on my data plan, not the Wi-Fi. And um, as they were interrupting my signal, and then I noticed I got a ringing in my ear, not um, like a really high-pitched sound. I don't know if it's this thing everybody else talks about, but it was like a really high-pitched and I get it a lot of times. And at that point, I noticed the signal was knocked out right after I heard that tone. And one of the um, people, um, one of the talk shoe lines who's pretty technologically aware, she thought perhaps, they were using me as some type of satellite. Can they do that, use a human being as a satellite somehow? Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I'm sorry, you're you're kind of, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, see, um, I, you know, I, I'm just the kind of person, um, you know, for the years I worked doing the work I did, I had to be, with my hands on it to see it, to work with it, to understand it. I, that's just the kind of person I am. Um, so I don't know. I, to help you, I don't know how to say that. Um, I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you that's anyway. Okay. It's, not, it's not your field. You don't have to be expert in every field. That's fine. Right. Well, I've just, I've just learned no matter what it is, if I can look at it and work with it, I can usually um, – you know, understand it better. And so, like, you know, if you have a cell phone, but it's my understanding they can track you with that cell phone, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, oh, they can. You know, there's a GPS in cell phones. Oh, yeah, they they will turn, oh, they have been hacking me so bad for so long. I mean, it's just horrible. All of a sudden my camera will come on, the voice thing will come on, they take apps on, put apps off. This is through, like, 20 different cell phones, 20 different networks. I mean, I have been targeted electronically, probably worse, you know, than I've ever heard. Uh, It's just horrible. And um, I I probably shouldn't have one anymore. But, you know, it's like... Well, so are are you... um, You're you're bound to a certain place all the time? My what? You can't can't get away um, physically to another place? I keep moving. I have moved literally from New England to the West. I, this has followed me. Well, first of all, it's a long story. I don't really want to get into the whole thing, but I have a smart car. It was the only one they would sell me after they took away my other, they made sure I lost my other car, which was not smart. And the only one they would sell me was this one, which is, so I believe they tracked me with, between my car and my cell phone. 
they have literally tracked me around the country and including Canada. I went over the border. I was harassed there as well. I mean, the, the, so the level of targeting with me is about as high as it gets before they kill you, probably. So, I mean, except for I don't, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not dying, you know, physically. But mentally, they have put it as high as they could probably get it. What's the, what's, what's the smart car? Well, you know, it operates. It tells you, uh, you know, when your tires are um, oh, yeah. low. Oh, yeah, right. Warning. You know, it operates by satellite technology. Probably. That's kind of scary. I worked for the county one time, and then they got a phone call that the car, the truck we were driving, the, t- the tire was low. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, that's that, that's weird. I, I didn't want the car. I didn't want it. And I and I asked them for a cheaper car, and they said, no, you don't qualify for that one. You have to have this one. And then they sold me the car with the wrong registration and the wrong, you know, and, and it's just the police has, uh, they have messed up my ID, my description. They have mixed me up with people who have broken the law. I mean, they have done so much to me. I mean, it's amazing. I have not been institutionalized permanently. But um, I have the strength of God. I do pray and I believe in God. I think that's the only thing that has saved me was talking to you guys and my family that I could talk to in limited ways about it. But, um, you know, it's been hell. Wow. So I'm, I'm all for any kind of protection against this technology. Um, you know, I think we should write to our Congress people and our senators or whatever we have to do and, and make them educated. Because you know they need to know what's going on. There's got to be some good ones in there um, that would be willing to fight for us. I'm hoping, you know, to do something about it. You know, it's just just horrendous. Well, that that's that's the sad thing. You know, we've got I think what we got two state senators and four Congress guys here, and I've mm-hmm. I've written to all of them. Oh, good for you. And I, and, and I mean, I've gotten nothing out of these people. I'm nothing. Afraid. Oh, my God. That's so, so disappointing. <laughs> but not surprising. Yeah. It, it, wow. It's kind of a, um, a sad situation. And, and, that's, and that's why, like, right now we're having this opt-out fight with the AEPPSO. And I just have to see, we've always been, um, you know, singly targeted I mean, not, you know, or um, we have to fight by ourselves, and so they take you down. But I think mm-hmm. what they've created now is such a uproar that people are banding together for the first time. Yeah. And you might be able to stop it when enough people will stand up and say, I'm sorry, we're not doing this. Right. Well, I, I think once Derek, actually Derek Robinson, I think once said when the targets outnumber that for that's when we're going to see, you know, some action. I hope it's even before that, but, uh, you know, the more of us, you know, there is strength in numbers. Right. Well, I I just, you know, I just, I don't know, want to encourage the um, protection side of all this. Um, I've seen such dramatic um, changes just from trying to learn it and use it and, um, I've seen I've seen the change in people's lives. I mean, I, I know, like you know, Joe and James were saying, there's a lot of different things to. Uh, I think I was talking about that the different aspects of all this electrical problems we're having, but it seems like the microwaves 
is um, the larger side of it, you might say. Um, and the trouble is, you know, people don't know, most of people don't know how bad it is, or it, you know, that it even exists, let alone how bad it is. Well, I just want to say thank you so much to Linda and to Joe Esposito and whoever else is you know, leading this call uh, for having it. I think it's, uh, we need to keep this dialogue going, and I just thank you guys so much. Uh, it's just comforting to have people to talk to and to learn from and to network with, and not only comforting, sometimes it's about survival, it feels like. Yes. And, uh, you know, I thank you guys so much. Thank That's you. All I thank you for coming. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we got a call from a lady in Tennessee that wants to come over this way. Uh, she has, she's a mom, and she's got a 16-year-old, and a, I think it's a five and a seven-year-old, and they're in terrible straits. Um, and we're trying to figure out what to do, how to get them here, and and then how to support them. And I, I, it's it's gonna. I mean, there's gonna be more of it. It's not going away. Um, yeah. I think that's why it's so it's such a good idea. You're helping us know about personal protection. You know how how to how to shield ourselves as best we can. We may not be able to cut all of it out, but we can certainly improve our condition by right. your suggestions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's what that's what we've been trying to do um, yeah. at, at our home. You know, we don't. Uh, yeah. You know that we have cell phones, uh, but like I, you know, I've gone from 2,000 to like 70 minutes. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I'm trying to uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> do better on that part of it. But you know, the, all the other wireless, um, you know, we want to try to stay away from. Um, but you know, like I had a guy over here with a mass spectrometer guy. And it wasn't a very expensive piece of equipment, but I had 14 Wi-Fi's on this house. Um, and when I got inside that Faraday cage, we lost the signals, or they went very, very, very low. Okay. The what? No, it's, it's background noise. It's somebody. Oh. Hopefully, somebody just. It was a mistake. Okay. I I have a question. Sure. Um, have you Have you ever heard of Electromagnetic chaos inhibitor. Electromagnetic what? Chaos inhibitor. No. Okay, well, I I mean, I don't know anything about any of this stuff, but this guy, Kevin Trudeau, who wrote The Cures They Don't Want You to Know About. Right. He said that that is, like, mandatory in your house. Now, I don't know what it is, but since you're smart about this stuff, Maybe you could find out what he's talking about because he he says there are four main things that kind of corrupt your body, and he said um, nutritional deficiency, stress, electromagnetic frequencies, and I can't remember the fourth one right now, but I just thought maybe if you read about it, his name is Kevin Trudeau, you know, D-E-A-U. Yeah, he's written several, I think, books. If I'm not mistaken, yes, yes. I, I've run and, across no, him before. Yeah, and I was a little surprised by him. Uh, he he's much. When I started reading this book, I was a little shocked. I I didn't know he was that bright, and I didn't know he was that informed. He really thinks it's something, and he's kind of into nutrition also. But 
you know, maybe you could look into it and see what it is or if it's helpful because he thinks it should be in every household. Well, okay, and, I, and I, yes, thank you. Um, you know, I'm on radio. There's a radio show I'm on um, here, and they have a product that, you know, they say, well, we could stick this thing on your phone, and you can wear this thing and put one on your smartphone. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm on this, this lady's show, and she says, well, I know you don't believe in any of this. I said, well, no, it's not that I don't believe in it. It's I can't measure it. I, I, my oh. meter won't tell me the difference. Um, oh. And and so, you know, just because I can't measure it doesn't mean it doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure there's things out there that that probably do. Um, it, it's just, you know, if I'm going to recommend it, I, I mean, I have to know that it works. Um, yeah. I think it's, it looks to me like it's the um, electromagnetic chaos eliminator. Does that sound right? I, I thought I thought you could be right, or inhibitor, and maybe it's eliminator. But yeah, I think it is because it says Trevor, it, it says Kevin Trudeau. Um, oh, okay, it is then. Yeah, he's got quite, quite a line of things to sell. Okay, well, that's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. he may be very smart, but he sure is selling stuff. Well... But everybody sees kind of start. Well, I'm not going to say that everybody's wrong when I said that. Um, people are waking up. Um, you know, like Josh DeSoldier sent out an email, I think today or yesterday, talking about people are waking up, and he had four different um, uh, articles. And what was really, really interesting to me was there's a, a comment about this guy that had a talk with the guys working on the cell towers. Mm-hmm. That was very intriguing because, see, I had a talk with the guys working on the cell towers, and um, I think we're just sacrificing those guys. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, we're getting sacrificed, but not like those guys are. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I didn't think of that. They're, they won't turn off the, um, the transmitters. Um, you know, they're going up on roofs. Um, they won't turn off the transmitters. There's a, there was a guy in 2007 that won. A, uh, he was a worker, and he won the case in uh, Alaska. He went to the Supreme Court, I think, there. And he actually got awarded damages because he got fried um, up on a roof. And and that is um, in this article by uh, Josh DeSoul. The guys were talking about that. They're on this hotel. When they walk up there, they're getting fried. Um and there, there's been several um, oh, insurance investigators. Uh, they write or do vi- videos, YouTube's, on for their insurance companies, um, trying to explain to them how dangerous rooftops are. Um, you know, and then they're starting to disguise these panels on sides of buildings, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, like there's a Panera Bread here uh, in Tulsa over on like 15th Street. And I don't know why they, they put up panels on like a, a um, uh, you know, like a utility pole or something. It's very low to the ground. And it's very dangerous because um, I read the thing and it even scared me. Um, so it's it's just kind of, 
I don't know. It, um, but you know, I, this guy, this guy that gave testimony in New Mexico just recently, and I think uh, Linda was referring to that when we first came on. Todd Lang, yeah. yeah. uh, what is his name? Um, uh, I've got it here. Norman Norman Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a very I mean, people really, if they could read this, was it's real. I mean, I almost had tears in my eyes the other day when I was talking to Donna Bohannon. I got this to her right away for her to use in Memphis because he's coming out and he's telling you how dangerous these smart meters are. He's an insurance guy, and you know, there's Lloyd's of London that exclusion 32 where they won't insure any wireless, and and so and yeah. and Mr. Lamb's um, explanation here. It's only about I mean, eight or ten pages. It's not. I mean, it was. It's his direct testimony, but he's saying in a section here. He says, um, I mean, it was very. It's very encouraging to read this thing because he's telling you how dangerous this stuff is. But he's saying that um, this stuff is coming to a crescendo. It's coming to a head um, because the insurance companies are tired of paying for what the utilities are doing to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, here here it is. It's on page 8 of his document, and it's actually line 15. He, and, and the question is, what, what do you believe to be the likely outcome of the threats posed by radio frequency radiation and smart meters caused fires? And he says his answer on 14, uh, line 14, I believe some of the problems associated with smart meters are coming to a crescendo. Soon enough, one or more large property insurance companies will decide to exclude any damage to the buildings, businesses, or personal property directly related to the malfunction of a smart meter or, more specifically, smart meter-caused fires. And and that's what the Lloyds of London, you know, are saying. Um, and, And he's telling you the dangers of these smart meters and the health issues. I mean, he's making no bones about all this. Uh, and so it's very exciting for me to see somebody of this, um, you know, credentials come out in this New Mexico case and, and say what's mm-hmm. happening. May I, one thing, one of the things that I copied from this testimony that you sent me, which right. is wonderful, my God, yes. it is exciting. He says, um, it says, what is the purpose of your testimony? He says, I am concerned for the well-being of homeowners and business owners who purchase or rent their facilities and then buy insurance policies to protect themselves from damage and loss in the event of catastrophe. I see submission of this testimony as part of my job to do what I can to spare people from pain and suffering. If there, is, if there is something that I can do to keep that from happening, to help prevent a home or business from burning, then I want to do it. Yep, that's yeah. on page two. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I read that today on Donna Mahan's yeah. show. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, that I, I was so impressed with what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. And, and he's telling you, uh, he says, this is on page 10, he says, what What are your recommendations about something that whoever installing an AMI proposal? Um, 
it's a little different from listening to the utilities at the corporation. Yeah. <laughs> it says, line 20, installing smart meters is not a prudent investment. It is not fair that the, whoever the installer people are, utilities, to put unnecessary risk onto the shoulders of its customers, including the risk of smart meter fi- caused fires or health risk. Uh, for the, you know, furthermore, how these AMI meters affect the electrical. Um, just a minute, I got to get to the next page, and it's kind of covered with this giant metal clip. Um, wire, see, the old home's wiring systems are being affected in the appliances. And so he's saying, you know, these are causing a lot of damage. And, and the public are, is having to pay for all the damage. So, so here I am with this, you know, $1,700 suit. I'm having to pay for it. Uh, you know, we've bought these expensive canopies. We've done all this work, and, and why is it that we have to protect ourselves from the utility? And one other thing that he said, which just was one of the things that sort of blew me away, is that the um, utility companies, when there is a fire that may be connected to a smart meter, yeah, they, they are meters. They are right there on the spot, with right behind the fire engines, and they pick those meters up and disappear them. They well, just actually, take them away. Well, actually, they're ahead of the fire engine. Oh, okay. <laughs> because what happens is they have to come and make sure the electricity is off that house before they start, you know, putting water on it and going in there and working and stuff. And then they walk away with the meter. Yep. They and they will not. The evidence is what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, and you, and they will not turn them over for investigation. He well, said he's, he's talking about one case. It's been over two years now. Exactly. That's just <laughs> mind-boggling. They, they're claiming it's their property, and they don't have to turn it over. No, it's a crime scene. Exactly. Well, but see, I mean, just this report, and it, I mean, when I got it, it went out. I usually have 100 or more an email list, and it went out, including to the attorney general here in the state. Um, and I have several legislators I try to keep uh, up on what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, so this document went to a lot of people. Uh, Beautiful. And so, that's part of our job, though, is to educate, yeah. um, you know, people. Uh, well, and if there wasn't a problem with with the smart meters, they wouldn't have to scoop them up and take them away. Well, they know. Uh, when I was on Donna's show today, I said, "Excuse me, does anybody remember any problems with their meter when we had analog meters?" No.
they passed this legislation five years ago here in Oklahoma, and wow. they've done nothing. Wow. They, they, they don't. Well, about the, bull, the bulletin board, those billboards, they all take your information too, biometrics. There is no such thing as privacy. You, you know, when your fingerprint IDs, California, you know, Linda, I live there. Yeah. Uh, you got to put your thumbprint in there. Pretty soon, they get they got stuff that reads your ears, your eyes, all your DNA stuff. There is they're tracking you left and right with between the uh, billboards, all kinds of cameras everywhere you go that take in all kinds of, you know, mm-hmm. so smart meters is just one of them, right? One of the itinerary they have, right? That. Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot happening um, out there. So this is, you know, just to maybe help. Um, we're coming to a point where I'm I'm just trying to help people understand how bad it is, yes. how much radiation. Uh, I think we were talking about that earlier. Um, and you need to do something. Um, to protect yourself, especially at night, where you sleep. That that for yeah. you know, and and one of the <laughs> one of the things I talk about sometimes is if you live in your own house and you have a concrete floor, uh, you know, you know uh, mm-hmm. if, if you could cut two feet, cut the floor, go two feet down, mm-hmm. and uh, put con- concrete sidewalls and a concrete floor two feet down, the size of your bed. You know your mattress. Mm-hmm. Then you drop your mattress down in there. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, <coughs> if you take your meter and set it on the floor, most of all the places I've been, it's very safe down there. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, the house that I used to own in Manhattan Beach, there was concrete between. It was a three-story house, and there was concrete between each floor. And I don't know what that did for me, but I'm just. Just mentioning that. Well, basements, you know, basements are great. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, like up in Kansas, my wife's from Kansas, mm-hmm. and, and basements would be great uh, protection. Huh. Um, you mean underground basements? You yeah. Mean, you know, yeah. there are houses, okay. there's the basements right. underground. Yeah. Um, or you can even go into a side of a hill as long yeah. as there's no radiation that's coming yeah. into the front side of your house. I mean, that would be... Yeah. Uh, or any metal building, any metal building is usually safe. Maybe we, uh, should all, we should all move into an RV or something. Well, if I was going to move out to the country and build a house, it'd be a metal building. Hmm. You know, because they're extremely safe. Um, that's why I was we were I was talking to the lady. You know, she has that problem with the people above her. Yeah. Um, I, I all I know to do is try to shield her. Um, but you got to have a meter to see what you're doing because you don't know. Yeah. You can't guess at this stuff. You can't. Um, can't hope. Just, just shield and then hope. Yeah. No. You, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta know what you're doing, yeah. um, or at least try to get a handle on what you're doing. Yeah. Kind of deal. <laughs> but that's good. Okay. So. Uh, if anybody needs to maybe get more information, they can call. Um, yeah. And I'll be usually in the evenings. Um, you know, sometimes for the last four years, I get up in my pajamas and go to bed in my pajamas because I'm on the computer. Yeah. Uh, and there's a big fight thing going on, and 
I'm ready to retire if anybody wants to take over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know an awful lot, and we really appreciate what you've shared. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, guys. I mean, if you have any questions, call, and, you know, I'll try to keep you informed and tell you what's happening. Thank you. And, thank you. Uh, we thank you guys for all you know. Well, and thank you for sending me all the information you sent me today. That's huge. And, I mean, that's just, I mean, you, I mean, it's like the testimony you just read. I so appreciate you sending me that. And you've got that other letter that has many, many, many links in it. That that's my that's my next thing to read. I couldn't get to all of it today. Well, no, there's there's a lot to know out there. There's a yeah. lot happening. Yeah. Um, and all I know to do is is we have to come together. Yes. To try to help ourselves because yeah. it doesn't appear like uh, we're going to get help. From our elected officials, it sure doesn't. Yeah. They're in it, to, and they're in it up to their knees, yeah. up to their eyebrows. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you all very much, and thank you for having me on. Thank you, Joe. God bless Appreciate you guys. Bye. Bless you. Okay. Bye bye. Good night. Well, thanks you guys for for um, coming in and asking questions. Kyle, did I see you come in here? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, hey, Kyle. I had a question. I had a question for Joe, but that, that's all right. Um, okay. Do you I want his phone? Time. He gave well, us his phone number in case. I'll I'll give it to you on on Mike's call. Okay, or on on Facebook. Yeah. I, well, I was just wondering. I mean, is he a targeted individual, and he doesn't know it? Oh no, he's targeted. All right. He's just. He's just. I, I think. I mean, he certainly. It certainly gets a lot. He certainly. Uh, maybe I don't. You know, that's a good question. I didn't ask him, but he's been—he's certainly been affected by the, the various forms of radiation and, mag, mag, you know, electromagnetic fields. Linda, do you know? I don't know if Linda's still here. Um, he's certainly been affected about it, and he's very concerned about how much uh, radiation and electromagnetic fields are just running free in our world, and we're swimming in them. And he—he's been hurt. He was hurt by it badly. And he right. um, started learning. Well, yeah, because he says that he goes to bed every night and he can't get the uh, high-pitched sound to go away. And yeah. so somebody may need to tell him, you know, researching yeah. being directly targeted. Um, yeah. And it just screwed up. And, and so that and is also a consequence of just the whole everyday garden variety. Something, Linda. May I make an announcement real quick? Sure, before sure. I don't get before I lose my chance to call in. I sure. believe that the last time I understood things, and I, uh-huh. I hope I'm not wrong, I was going to substitute a belief for Shelly for Saturday, unless she's changed her mind. She just I just yeah. saw a text you sent me. Is she yeah, going to have it? Huh? What? Turn it up a little bit. Could somebody mute themselves? Yeah, you could, you could turn it up a little bit more if you want. We are getting feedback from a phone. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Um, I I get it accidentally. I sent 139381. Yeah. 139381 is what the number will be tomorrow night. Unless she comes in and does her own. I don't know what the text means that I just got. It's a... it said something that I'm not sure how to interpret it. I just got it right before you. I butted in and made no, me know. Fine. So I'll open the 139381, and if she has hers open, I'll close mine and we'll go to that. Oh, okay. Thank you. So, That's tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's, want, what's want, the number again? 
Got to kind of check it out. But listen to Karen, because Karen has been at this a lot longer than I have, the lady who just talked, okay? This is not cheap stuff either. You know, I'm, I'm still a proponent of keeping it cheap and simple. And, <laughs> and um, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that expensive. Mm-hmm. Aluminum foil, uh, you know, this this uh, other aluminum mesh screening, I, I priced mm-hmm. it, I bought some myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's uh, relatively inexpensive. And uh, uh, by all accounts, you know, it is, it is very effective. There's one guy who was called in and says that he... He wraps himself up in it uh, like uh, a burrito, you know, with bedding <laughs> in mm-hmm. uh, himself in the um, green mesh. So, um, and then, of course, there's the, the simplest, most obvious thing to me, and it seems like it's only to me almost, you know, that is mm-hmm. to eliminate uh, wireless devices in your um, uh, as much as you can and, and have them wired. You know, like a corded corded phone, mm-hmm. corded routers, computer, uh, and and everything else. You get rid of uh, any uh, lights, uh, uh, the uh, little compact fluorescent lights, you know, mm-hmm. and with incandescent bulbs. A lot of it is just um, it can be done for very inexpensively. Um, Linda EMF, um, is it possible that you're that you only you're 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 sensitive to electromagnetic energy, and maybe that hurts a lot. I don't know, but I'm not sensitive to it. However, I'm sensitive to um, electromagnetic energy that's mm-hmm. that's focused like using a spyglass in the noonday sun and pointed at us, and it hurts like right a little a little teeny spot on our body. They'll point it at, at that, and it and it. It hurts like it got hit with a hammer, and it's this is not something that I think aluminum foil is going to protect because well, we've all tried that. Means, but what is the harm in in eliminating? You know, it is it is a, uh, a agreed upon fact that this uh, wireless radiation, the microwave in particular, which is the largest bulk of of the form of radiation, is 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 cooking us, you know, where it's not a nutrient thing. It is not doing us any good. It is harming all of us, whether we feel it or not. So what is the harm in in uh, uh, eliminating it or reducing it well, in your own... First of all, first huh? of all, there's no harm. There's no harm in it. But what I just want to say is that... It's not electromagnetic. Over 22,000 studies that have shown the adverse bio-effects of, of microwave uh, radiation. I know, but there's, there's one kind of radiation that they're hitting us with that's not microwaves. It's ELF, extremely low frequency, and maybe scalar. And we don't know anything about scalar except, well, some people do, but most of the engineers, all engineers trained today, don't know anything about scalar waves because they've never had to, they've never been presented with that in school. So whatever they've learned, they've learned on their own. And that's the kind of radiation that is really hurting us. Um, if it were well, only you know, microwaves... You have a meter, James? I have a meter, but I'll tell you one thing. Scalar energy would not stop 
at a at a um, Faraday well, cage would not help. Explanation of what kind of energy this is, you know, that is is causing you harm. But again, I, I go no. back to the same question. You know, what 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 do you have to lose by eliminating uh, the the wireless uh, devices, the wireless itself? Well, here's here's the thing I just want to say. If, if you if you wrap uh, aluminum foil around yourself, it's going to look foolish to anyone, and and uh, we that's what they want us to do is look foolish. Well, that's just not not true. There's a growing number of us who proudly, you know, like like uh, Joe Esposito, go out in public, me with my aluminum foil helmet, I, and I get nothing but compliments on it, and it opens up discussion. I meet lots of uh, uh, interesting people and give them information and and uh, educate them, you know, one by one. So who cares what you look like? Would, wouldn't you rather be out of pain? But you're missing the point. The fact is that we're being attacked. I'm being attacked right now, not with my cell phone, but with directed energy weapons. These are real weapons with real handlers, and it's not a matter of whether I'm using my phone or not. And I told you before, it can happen to you anywhere, whether you have a phone or not. And... These directed energy weapons, you can look them up. These are military-grade weapons. It's not just your neighbor with a cell phone. When we're in pain, we're talking about real pain and real injuries that don't have anything to do with just ambient Wi-Fi. That's what he's trying to explain to you. That's what he's trying to explain to you. If you haven't had that experience, it will be very difficult for you to relate to it. Well, you know, I'm I'm sorry to tell you, you know, well, you know, I no longer go to city council meetings or do my own shopping because I I I I get microwave induced migraines. I have become so sensitized like uh half a million people in Sweden and then people in France and you know, uh, around the globe there's just a growing number of us, uh, more of us uh, that recognize that we're electrosensitive, then, you know, uh, but how come is it I totally accept the targeting idea, the handlers and everything else, and some of you just have, have absolutely are so uh, adverse to, resistant to accepting the fact that, that uh, microwave radiation uh, uh, is harmful. No, they're Every- not resistant to it. They're not. Well, you're just, just telling that, you know, you, you know. We're not that, resistant. No, we're not resistant to that. Well, but what we, we're trying to do is shield but, ourselves from something much more powerful. How do you know? Because we have injuries to show it. You know, like like I don't have micro, I, I don't have migraines, you know, that are totally debilitating. And I know what causes them because all I have to do is be around near a cell phone, a person with a cell phone they don't even have to be using it okay and and uh, there's a growing linda Linda, this is donna um can you hear me yes this is who donna Uh, Donna. you too sweetie um 
I think that if you feel like wearing all that and doing what you're doing, you should do it. If you feel right with that, then you do it. It's probably working for you. Everyone isn't going through the same experience. Everyone can't uh, pull off the same uh, scenario. And um, I think each one does have a different situation. Maybe a lot of the same stuff, but a different situation. Um, James is telling me I should say what happened to me. Um, Three out of four Sundays, I like to go to church. And three out of four Sundays, they try to make me stay at home where I cannot go out in public and tell people about things and be who I am. I woke up with blood and skin coming out of me in terrible, terrible, terrible pain about three weeks ago. And that's just one little thing that I go through. Coming back from shopping tonight in another town, I get hit in the neck. All of a sudden, my head is splitting. I mean, it just it goes on and on and on any way they can think of to use you dot to dot harassment and torture, they conjure it up. Uh, All of that, Donna, and and you know I have retreated into my own shelter. Uh, you know I don't go anywhere. That's anymore. what they want you to do. Well, they want I, you to neutralize I want you. Avoid pain. I am relatively pain free, and I choose to be as healthy as I can and as pain free as I can. And if it means you know, not going well anywhere. Uh, I'm up for it. I think I think there are different there are different frequencies out there, and some get hit by some, and others get hit by others. And it's not all the same. And Linda feels it, that her her what she's talking about is important. And you know, targeted other targeted individuals feel they're getting hit in other ways. And I don't think we have to fight about it. I just think that we all get to protect ourselves the best we can, you know. Well, I and, agree. I agree with that. And, yeah. I, and I don't think Linda's trying to tell us that we're wrong, just that, uh, you know, she feels that there is another issue that may, that should be addressed. Yeah, Linda, well, we I do address that issue. We address it almost every night, um, with, you know, regarding smart meters and cell phones and, you know, DNA mutation and everything else, so. We do. We we address it almost every night. Linda, like one thing that might help your migraines, I, I know that they may be induced by frequencies, but try this um, just kind of for a, maybe a day or two, just eat apples. And it, it has what? been a cure. Just eat apples. For a couple no, I have I have a library of hundreds of books. Many of them are in health. Uh, every horizontal surface in the kitchen is covered. I've got hundreds of supplements, literally. I take 20 of them in the morning. I take 20 of them again at night, and it works. You know, I I am uh, a specimen of good health, and I you know uh, what I do, and I exercise uh, pretty much daily. Uh, 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 you know, I do everything I can, but but a the biggest part of what I do to maintain my good health and my pain-free status most of the time 
is the absolute avoidance of, of uh, wireless radiation. Oh, and magnetic fields, which are uh, ELF. And so okay. living without, you know, the electricity and, and uh, 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 aluminum foil hat on my head uh, just about all the time and sleeping under under my enclosures, you know, which is just, they are lifesavers, uh, the sheet metal and aluminum foil uh, enclosures that I've made, you know, uh, it works for me. Uh, okay. uh, it took me. It took me a few years to figure out, you know, the cause and effect and a lot of reading, but, uh, you know, I have arrived at it, and I, 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 I know that these microwave, the, the cell phones, are not good for anybody. It's lethal technology, and and it needs to be removed from our environment. Yeah, I I agree. I just think we need to remove that plus somehow shield from these other things mm-hmm. that they hit people with. I think both both all of it's harmful. I'm not into being a you know needless pain and suffering. I accept all the targeting. You know, I, you know, I, I absolutely know it's true. It's not that I'm uh, dismissing any of your stories. Uh, I know it's all true. Uh, it's just that I'm trying to add to your consciousness that you know uh, 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 some of the common devices, the devices that are being commonly used, you know, are are uh, like the cigarettes that used to be foisted. Because, you know, and told that they're healthy. Yeah, Donna, where are you? What what state are you in? Oregon. Oh, you're in Oregon, too? Okay. So it sounds like you're targeting uh, Arizona. Arizona. Um, What's your name? Sue. Sue. Yeah, I've heard you lately. Yeah. I was in Arizona. I, I was living up in the White Mountains. Oh, I know Beautiful. what that is. Yeah, nice area. I, yeah. Yeah, well, it's pretty brutal these days. You mean the targeting part of it? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Do you think it's yeah, better in Oregon? What's that? Do you think it was better in Oregon than here? Uh, absolutely. I was by myself and it was a total nightmare. You've got to have people reinforcing you that understand that are around, I think. And, uh, and you have more people in Oregon who know what's going on? You have people around you that know what's going on? I came 800 miles away. Someone offered me safety and I went for it because I had run through all my resources. The town that I've lived in, my state, born and raised, I'm a California daughter. I I moved to another part of California in 1973 until day one of 2013. And then I went back later again. And some people put me on a hate list. I'm convinced of it. I'm a hairdresser. I lost both of my businesses. I had perfect taxes, perfect credit. I hadn't dated a man in 14 years. I was applying myself to my church, people around me, my gardening, my kitties. Uh, I own my own car. I own my own home. 
my life is in shambles, so to speak. Now I'm trying to hang on and keep whatever strong that remains that I can. You're still in California. Wow. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a licensed hairdresser in Arizona, California, and now I'm studying 3,000 questions to take a test for my hair cosmetology license that I took when I was 19 years old. And I'm not at the age to be enjoying this gig. Yeah. But but you've got some improvement in Oregon. Okay. I If I didn't have James with me, uh, I do not know how it would be. I will tell you this. I don't care what people say about the churches. They may be kind of backed off and stupid right now, but if things come down the way everybody's talking about it, the church will rise up and the church will be there for you. That's what I believe. Um, I saw this video. I think these calls are so good because I saw this video this doctor was presenting, and he says, I want to show you the difference between illness and wellness. And he said, illness is spelled, the first letter is an I, and the first two letters in wellness is we. And I and I think that even though if we have disagreements on these calls, the the we is so important and helpful. I mean, it can't stop the targeting, but I mean, at least for me, I think it's just I don't know what I'd do without. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to say something. Um, if if we if a bunch of us, like even ten or twelve, move to a small town. You know, like Gold Beach, and uh, it's it's got less than three thousand population, and you you know we a small group like that could go and talk to the city council or the mayor, and yeah. you could you know you could really introduce yourself to and, and make a big impression, especially if you can afford to to live and pay for your housing and stuff. I know that's kind of a problem sometimes, but um, there's so few people here that. What would have to happen, what would happen is your these perps would move in along with you and it would be noticeable to everybody that they moved in. And you you, you also, you show the people where, okay, these people moved in, they're from, you know, where, tell where they're from. You can run their, uh, their identity, you can, you can run their uh, background check because you can get their names from, um, from their license plate, put a, put their plate in, and you you can get their name and address and and their whole background, and you could hand that to like the city council and say, here's your problem. These people are they they were here, you know, some were here before I got here, some are here just to torture me, and they're using us for testing for uh um for you know universities are using us as test subjects. And what ha- what they're doing is torturing us, and they will will they will stop only when we die. And if we don't die, they want us to kill ourselves. And you know, is that what you want to ha- tell your children that there are slaves in this country now? And I, you know, you could talk them into it easy. But for a, a large city, it's a big deal to talk uh, a group that is pretty uh, aloof and stays away from people 
So I, I think a smaller town is the way to go. And also, I, there's no gang stalking here. Imagine that. In the town over um, there is. Well, a town over there is, but it's too small because you would see the same the same ones doing it all the time, and they would get caught. You could find them easy. So, oh, oh okay, that's, that's just what I wanted to say. Yeah, thank you. I in agree with you. There's no gang stalking? James, I agree, I agree with you, too. I think a sm- I think poor people can obviously, I mean, when you're in a small town all by yourself with windy roads, you don't know where you are, not good. But if you're in a small town with a bunch of TIs, but you all have your own home or something, but you know with a bunch yeah. of people who really care about each other and know each other and are not going to allow the perps to screw you over anymore, That's you know, they, go ahead. Holy them back. Yeah. And oh, by the way, Donna, your hair is wonderful. I've seen pictures of you. It's darling. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know. I've seen pictures of you. You're t- you're lovely. <laughs> I used to be. I'm older now. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> <laughs> but really, your hair is adorable. But Thank I think you. James but has that, it. That's a, I love the idea of the small city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It, mm-hmm. You can't, like, you go to L.A., you're almost marked for death, but... A small city, boy, that That's just works. Yeah. Is a meat grinder. Yeah. James, yeah. where are you, Paul? Actually. In, um, I'm in Gold Beach. It's on the coast. It's about, uh, I'd say, maybe 50, 60 miles from the border of California. Yeah. Oh, wow. But you're in Oregon also? Very experienced. I mean, expensive. Yeah, I, I live with Donna. They're going what? to get married, I think. I mean, I don't. You already mentioned that, so I'm sorry. Didn't mean. But that. I, I just wanted to finish the question. What now? Where is Gold Beach? It's on the coast of Oregon. In California. It's on, yeah, it's down in the southeast portion, southwest portion. Excuse me. Uh, it's, I guess, 60 miles from the coast, uh, from the border of, of California. And California's a big uh-huh. state. So but is it expensive? Well, it's getting more expensive because they had a, a, a mini housing boom and the price uh-huh. of housing just shot up. But other than that, there's there's little towns all over here. We could actually uh-huh. move to another town and it would be so much cheaper, but we like it here. You're on the ocean, aren't you? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's majestically beautiful, but it has changed a lot. I moved here with the thought that if things didn't work out renting a room upstairs, that I would move in to a low-income apartment. Every low-income apartment that I have lived in since giving my home back to the lender as uh. not to get killed, losing over $30,000, has been a treacherous situation with me ending up sleeping in my car and women and children's shelters. Yes, I even had my own home, fully furnished, everything in it, a rented studio, and still living or sleeping in a women and children's shelter and then they got on to that, and they were nuking me there. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yes. yes. Anyway, no. but now, but now, uh, things 
you know, the best kept secret, they're always found out. And they found out this place, and it is majestically beautiful. And people, they build a hospital, and that's a big, big deal for the area. And people are moving in. They're taking over all the rentals, all the uh, land. They're buying up the properties, everything. And we don't even, they're even selling the house that we're living in. And uh, we don't know where we're going to end up exactly. Yeah, but it's not that bad. You can find housing. Well, if you have in, a lot of money. In different places. There's there's other little towns. And and uh, we would, you know, I, I just think we should all yeah. move together, move, in, you know, around each other so we could help each other. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I this being alone stuff and having them in your house every time you walk out, uh, you know, to take everything they can get their hands on is getting a <laughs> little old. You know? I think it's a that. great idea. Huh? A great idea. Yeah. You know, James, It's I've heard of other TI communities thinking about getting together, and I always thought, mm, I don't know. Are we going to get along? Um, but we wouldn't. I don't know. We well, should. we could. We should write to each other, keep in yeah. touch, and yeah. go talk about it. Talk yeah. about it often and openly. and. Yeah. You know, because there's there's going to be perps that are going to try and get in on this. Oh sure. And you know, yeah. and fool us. So we'll know. If we start now, I think we can do something. And, and we would have, we would be talking the city council into changing their laws. And I know it would work. And I've talked to a policeman here, the one that was over, and he was very open to it. And I know he believes it. It's yeah. just it's just a lot different here. They're not really geared towards towards uh, being all you know uh, afraid of everything. They're moody. Yeah. So um, I, I I really think it's the way to go. We should talk about it. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's, you know, it sounds very comforting. You know, I mean, I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. We are, we're just here, and it's like we stick out like a sore thumb, and they all come gathering around and just make our lives miserable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just getting so tired of this. It, it's sounding very comforting, James, you know? Mm-hmm, right. So if we if we talk about it, we can really do it. We All we have to do is set our minds to it. Uh, there's nothing I could tell you any more than I, right now. Yeah. We just have to say, do, say and do some serious things i uh i probably gold beach wouldn't work for us because of the housing situation but other places are not like that we could buy you know we could buy close close by it's close by gold beach well we're on the beach and there's other other little towns that are near here there was uh probably as near as a year ago there was a lot for sale that was very, uh, very affordable and reasonable. But now the prices right. have gone. But not, I think, you know, just give it a little time, it'll probably settle back down again because people, um, you know, they they get greedy well, and they want to make as much money as possible. With and, interest rates this low, people with a little bit of money, uh, you know, if it's, I'm sure it's as beautiful as you say, you know, they're grabbing the, the prime stuff. Well, coastal property. Maybe that's that's oh, probably what happened. Maybe they were listening to my 
call about, I don't know, six months or a year ago. Oh. Well, there's it. only just so much of coastal property, you know. There's just so much, and when it's gone, right. it's gone, right. you know, so, yeah. You don't even need to be right on the coast, because I think it's really too windy if you're on right on the coast. You go a little bit. I mean, even like, uh, I don't know, a mile inland, it's, it's still pretty nice. You can still see the the water. Well, well, I think the wind carries the negative ions from the ocean in, too. That's why I kind of like wind. That is good, yeah. That's a good thing. It's very healthy to live near the beach, near the ocean. And you're still near it. And uh, sounds wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Well, how much is that? Yeah, last year you could have brought them. So just as an example... Um, how much is like a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom apartment to rent? To rent? There well, there any. aren't any around here. There I, aren't there, any. There, um, I, you know, I the the perps rented up a lot of them because mm-hmm. there's probably two dozen perps here just because of me and Donna, and yeah. that you know they they all get houses, yep. they all get rent, rentals around where I was before. The landlord is in on it, and. Um, it's not as bad as some places, but I, I've had some really bad ones. But this wasn't, this is, you know, he owned this, like, fourplex and um, and some other houses. And in every one of the ones he owns, about, probably about a half a dozen houses and, and apartments, he puts perps in there. And they have yeah, come I in from that. But I, I can identify it's This is, a, like I said, a small town. I could run their run their plates and run their background checks and have a stack of papers to hand to somebody. Say, here, look at all these people came here to torture people. Yeah. You know, you can't do that in a city because there's they're like cockroaches. Right. And they would think you're crazy. I don't know, maybe not eventually, but for now. Oh, it's it's impossible in a big city. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can hide that. anywhere. They can move anywhere. It's just too easy mm-hmm. to hide, but you're right about a small town. Yeah, this is smaller than like Mayberry was, for example. There's <laughs> there's businesses and fewer people, and um, you could you could go to the store and not see anybody. You know, and there's o- there's only one drugstore. Oh, it's, it's really kind of neat. And the police, there's only one cop on at night, and he goes home at two o'clock. <laughs> Yes, I'm serious. (laughs) Wow. We don't even have a cop here in Murphy's. Oh. uh, (laughs) None. They they just the highway patrol comes up Highway Four every so often, but that's about it. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, we only have. Linda, I I talked to you when I was in California. Remember, I told you I had family in Sonora, and I was living in Sonora. Yeah, I'm that I'm that person. Yeah, I ah. was like really interested in meeting you and everything. Yeah, and uh, I I got hurt so bad there. Oh, it was yeah. and I I went to the police. Uh, did, did you? Uh, yes, I did. And yeah. they and they, the guy acted like he didn't know what was going on, and he says, "Well, you ought to get in touch with the Department of Justice." And I said, "I've been in touch with the Department of Justice." And he says, well, 
you know, we can't just go, we only have this many, and I always get this oh, answer, yeah. we only have this many policemen mm-hmm. for this area of so many people. And he says, what do you want me to do? Go up there in those mountains and park there overnight and watch for someone to come and, uh, uh, I forget how I put it, but, mm-hmm. you know, use the weapon on you or whatever. And at first he wasn't even you know, saying it was true or anything, but he more or less knew and the whole thing, he was totally different than when I first approached him. He was very defensive when I first approached him. And then I left and and everything was fine, but no, they don't. (laughs) No, they don't. You know, and, and well, there's more cops in Sonora than up here, but it's just, I mean, yeah. I was like, oh, 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 I know too. You know what? I've I've seen the same guy in three different cities I've moved to, and the last time I saw him was when I was at a hairdresser sitting in. It, she had me in the you know the window first seat that uh, was right next to the window, and this guy comes. Up, he I had talked to this person who was going to take me because I didn't know where I was going when I first got here, and. Um, and she shocked on the phone. She said, "Well, I'll pick you up for the hairdresser," and and they. They love to mess with everything that I try to do for my parents. But he walks up to the window. I've seen this guy in other cities. He looks at me. He grins, turns on his heel, walks away. And I was going to say to her, you're going to get a call in about five minutes to tell you to do something really bad to my hair because I've been through it more than once. And, really? And son of a gun, she got a phone call, and she did a horrible job on my hair. I came out looking just, oh. just stupid. You know? Don't you wonder what they say? I don't know if I even want to know. Uh, the propaganda that was put out oh, on me was yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, I even had, I even, uh, after I lost everything, I rented the room. I finally found a room down the street from one of my businesses that I could walk in a straight line to. Mm-hmm. And I just rented it, moved my stuff in, put my kitty in there, went down to do some hair. And came back, and the woman's putting my things on the street. Are you oh. there? Oh. And and she oh. says you got to go. I got to go. I just oh. moved yeah. out here. Two men with badges came, oh. and they said you're a fugitive. You've oh. got to go. I said, I'm not a fugitive. Oh, they're the fugitive. Yeah. Let me call the police. Oh no, no, just go. I oh. call the police. No, Miss Wilkinson, there's nothing on you. Nothing. Oh. And no, you've got to go. Yes. Uh. Yeah, I did. that's how they do it. John Hall's book. We need John to, Hall had the same thing. We need to uh, do. We need to do a background check on ourselves. I did. Just you know, I thought, okay, now I'm going to look and see what's going on about me, and uh, and I found nothing. And that's in this person that used to drive me, who I was to, to appointments and things into Sonora for dentists, unfortunately. But um, you could see the difference in you know, how she changed. Now that your friends, they're friends, and then they change. You can yeah. see yeah. her change. And I, I did a background check on myself, and I said, "Do you see this? There's nothing that I've ever done that is wrong. You know, I've got no police record. Isn't that great?" And she just kind of backed off and kind of, uh huh. And we drove off. But I think they. they I've do. had, I've had medical records. Uh, what do you call it? Illegally made uh i've had phone calls or visits from the police not even there i've had years of journaling stolen out of my apartment uh car title 
taken when I first got here to Oregon. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on and on. And the propaganda campaign that's out on me right now, you know, I just wrote to Magnus Olson. I used to walk down the street and I used to be proud to say hi to people and then smile back at me and say hi to me or to not have to park my car somewhere where there's a camera watching it or, you know, be able to have my children get on the bus and go to school happy and come back happy rather than being bullied when they get back. You know, I mean, just on and on and on and on and on. And this has been going on a lot longer. Somebody was really hooked up that did me in, and I didn't know all the time that this was happening. Yes, indeed. You know what? I've even wondered if someone on the program, someone on this program, put me on that list. Which program? Which program? The the FCHF. I've got to be honest. I think somebody that is in this program mm-hmm. put me on that list. And I think they smeared me. And I think that someone is a contractor. And I think that they're contracting people out to do this. Somebody in my past that I know and people in this program, this, what do we call this, community, mm-hmm. knows that. Yes, I do. I hear different things all over the call, and I sit around raged and furious and ready to go, and if they ever have the nerve to look at me in the face and tell me what the hell they're saying about me, I'll pay them to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, you get to be mad. I'm just... We get to be mad on these calls. No, and of course you get to be mad. I woke up, yes, I woke up two, three days ago, mm-hmm. and I had a cut from all the way, two, three of them, all the way across my neck. And I saw a dermatologist yesterday, and he was the only dermatologist that I have ever seen that said uh, about the human experimentation and the hate crime and the whole deal, it's immoral. And he totally believed me. Totally. He saw my neck. And that's just one thing. I told you about the blood and the skin. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it's from being with James. I really, really do. Well, they did, I'm sure they want to divide you back up because, after all, your safety in numbers. Sure yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's it's fear. They, you know, I know if you say this or you do that, then they're going to come and they're going to do this. They're going to do that. Well, you know what? <laughs> I I just uh, I'm stubborn. I stubborn is a good maybe, but uh, I'm telling you, if they're going to, you know. I've never been one that you're going to lead around like a little puppet. I'm just not going to do it. Good, and, good. And, and, you know, I just want those crazies to know that. And um, anyway, I just never knew how so much crazy time. people there are in this world. I had no Vicious. Idea. Vicious, yeah. jealous. It Anything like- you have, they want to take it. Yes. I wanted you guys to know that this call is going to shut itself down soon. It sounds like it's doing it. I just want to warn you. Keep talking, though. Do you want me to open another call? Somebody? Would you? I think we're I think we're into some 
Yeah, I can open. I can open my. Um, uh, I guess one three zero two eight eight if you want, or one three nine three eight one. I'm more familiar with that now. Okay, which which one do you want? Which one? One three nine three eight one. Yeah, and then everybody will know to go to it tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Karen. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. People need to go there. Thank you, Karen. One three nine three eight one. Yeah. Oh, put it in the call. One three. That's probably unknown, making the uh, echo. They open themselves up and close themselves and mute themselves again. Unknown did? I, I, I didn't open. I, they've been blocked since they came in. Uh, unknown has been blocked since he came in. I think it's my perp. He's <laughs> so cute. You always think it's you. <laughs> well, he's, he's relentless. <laughs> just never lets up, and he's a cop. He knows all about gang stalking, and he uses yeah. all the gang stalking knowledge that he has on me. But he's just a corrupt cop. Well, he's a creep. He is a creep. Totally. He's in the world, don't you know? But Donna, please know.